93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today's Friday, March 8th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. A mother and child are being evaluated at the hospital after two gunmen opened fire on their vehicle Thursday night in Philadelphia. It happened at 6.30 in the evening in the 6600 block of Upland Street. Police say a 28-year-old woman was driving in her SUV with her 2-year-old son and her 37-year-old husband uh, when two men opened fire. Police say the gunfire started when the man exited the SUV. Police say the two men began fire, firing shots at the father who then quickly jumped back into the Jeep and the mother sped off. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't this like the second time this has happened where cars have been shot up? Oh, I don't know. I Probably. Yeah. In an effort to dodge the bullets, police say the woman continued to drive and lost control of her vehicle before it overturned. Neighbors r- rushed to the car, breaking the windows to get the trapped occupants out. Both the woman and child were taken to an area hospital for non-life-threatening injuries. Police say as many as 20, 28 shots were fired uh, from two separate guns. Uh, the vehicle was hit at least seven times, but they said no person was struck. It's amazing. Police have located a car fitting the general description of the car suspected of being connected to the shooting about a mile away. It's unclear what sparked the gunfire. A man who has been unemployed for 15 years and just got divorced back in October was at the New Jersey Lottery headquarters on Thursday to claim his $273 million (laughs) in the Mega Millions jackpot. I mean, I honestly don't know how to feel about this because I need to know more on why he was unemployed. Like, the one thing I had heard was that uh, he was to follow his wife around, so I don't know what she does, but, like... I don't know the story. I don't know what that means. What do you mean, to follow his wife around? That's what I don't know. I I don't know what that means either, Prez. Where'd you hear this? I I read it on, like, 6ABC, is that, you know, he remained unemployed for 15 years to, to follow his wife, I have to tell you, I'm I'm going to be leaving on Friday. I want to go follow my wife. Although we understand your decision, are you going to just follow her around? Yes, just basically follow her. Michael Wierski, a resident of Alpha in Warren County, New Jersey, was the sole winner. The drawing was held on Friday, March 1st, 2019. He purchased his lucky ticket uh, near his home at a quick check. Uh, they will receive a $30,000 bonus for selling the nice. winning ticket. Wierski had two tickets to check that weekend. The first ticket was not a winner. After reviewing the second and seeing a lot of matching numbers, uh, he said that he knew he had to get it back to the store immediately to confirm that he had a winner. He ventured out in a snowstorm uh, to his closest retailer to scan the ticket, and that's where he realized he had the jackpot winning ticket. Casey, with all the money, he says he plans on following. And, uh, Casey, it's okay to dislike him because he's wearing not one but two Yankees. uh, By the way, he did get nicely dressed up for the press conference. (laughs) Well, the camo camo Yankees hat. I think that says it all. It does. Uh, He says, I just couldn't believe it. I didn't believe that it was me. After all these years of playing the lottery, I finally had something uh, that was a bigger bigger winner than $2. Perhaps most shocking was Wierski's jackpot win uh, is the fact that he almost lost the ticket right after he purchased it. He forgot the ticket on the counter at the store. He said he was paying attention uh, to his cell phone. I put the tickets down and to put my money away. I did something on my phone and I just walked away, Wierski says. Fortunately, another customer got his attention and reminded him to grab the ticket. Meanwhile, Wierski said that he heard from his ex-wife and she plans to take him back to court. You're going to take him to court? <laughs> there you go. After Have a good time. Months after the divorce <laughs> and yeah. he wins the lottery. So, I, yeah, any idea? I, what I didn't hear was why she's taking him to court in particular. So I, I think I he know. made a comment about 
about it, and I think he was saying because she now knows he has this money, mm-hmm. so she's going to take him back to court. But yeah. I, I think they said he was divorced in October. It, so if it was final in October, that's it. This Done deal. Exactly. You can't have it. But maybe yeah. it's restitution for all that following he did. Maybe. Yes, he's a chronic follower. I would love to know what that means okay. I, because if he was unemployed for fifteen years, that means she was holding the fort down, most likely. The right? two hundred and seventy-three million dollar jackpot has a cash option option of one hundred and sixty-two million dollars. A lot of following. Disney <laughs> has announced the opening dates for the first phase of its new Star Wars Galaxy Edge sections. This looks awesome. Of its Disneyland and Disney World theme parks, the one in Disneyland will open ahead of schedule on March thirty-first, while the one uh, at Disney World is opening on August 29th. Might be a reason for me to actually go back. Go back. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty much uh, age-wise, my kids have aged out. I personally, I've, I've gotten enough out of Disney. You love Universal, right? Uh, I love Universal. I think it's more exciting now yeah. for the age that my kids are, and and I love the magic of Disney. I don't don't get sure, me wrong. Yeah. I think it's really cool. But, uh, you know, to wait in line for two hours to get on the freaking Dumbo ride is just stupid. Uh, but they do have some, they, they have, like, the Avatar the thing. Avatar they're, thing. They're really cranking it up now. It's environmentally, so, yeah. that's what they're going for. And, and with the, this Star Wars uh, universe, uh, you know, additions, uh, it's going to, I think it's going to make it cool. Yeah. So where, in, fact, in fact, I think it seems to me to be along the lines of something competitive to the universal yeah. type of experiences, the experiential stuff. Where yeah. will this be? In I'm the not parking sure. Lot. Probably no. Hollywood, I would assume. It's for, but I don't Disneyland know. first, and then Disney World second. Oh, so they're going to California first. The, the opening of this one is yeah, Disneyland, okay. and this. then the second one, and, the, and the, the Disneyland one is over 14 acres. But Casey, I, I got to guess you're right. Hollywood Studios it's it's be. seems like the appropriate it's, place to do it. They already had. They, a, to, like, they already did have one Star Wars ride there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and uh, the Jedi Academy, which yeah, we yeah, yeah. Doing. It was, so, yeah. Disney has, uh, you know, obviously they have their whole. Condrey of characters, so they do have Darth Pluto, which is an interesting <laughs> new character. Uh, so, so we were thinking that this one's going to Hollywood Studios, and Avatar is where? Uh, that's in Animal Kingdom. Yeah, Animal Kingdom, and okay. that is awesome as well. You raved on it. I, I raved really on to it. Do that one. Oh my god, I. I may drive to Disney World on Saturday when we're in Clearwater just to do that, just to do the Avatar this Saturday. Ride. <laughs> this Saturday, I, I haven't been there since the Avatar thing opened up at Animal go. Kingdom, but. I liked Animal Kingdom. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, by the way, I think this gives us a reason to broadcast live from Disney yes, World. Yes, it does. They Maybe don't damn want it. us. We'll no, make they them do. want us. They do, do they? Want, yes, they do. It's apparently we are what we're we're a more adult based show, or, or I don't know what the re- what's the reason. We can go PG thirteen for a day, for a day, for a freaking day. I won't say freaking. Gosh, diggity yeah. dang it! <laughs> All right, for a stinking day, bippity yeah. boppity boo. No vaginas or no. anything. <laughs> the fourteen acre Star Wars sections will be the largest single themed land expansion ever, according to Disney, and will include rides, restaurants, shops, and other. Their experiences to we'll make do it more of the roses and stuff like that <laughs> to make it fully immersive for visitors. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs>
The Sixers return to action tonight with a game in Houston against the Rockets. And once again, Joel Embiid will not be playing. Ah. The Sixers have been fairly average since the beginning of February, going just 7-6 and six over their last 13 games. However, they're still in fourth place in the Eastern Conference and only a half a game behind the Indiana Pacers for third. Tip-off tonight in Texas is set for 8 o'clock. The Flyers will look to bounce back from their loss against the Capitals on Wednesday when they return to the ice tomorrow night against the Islanders. With 15 games left in the regular season, the Flyers are 5 points behind the Columbus Blue Jackets and 7 points behind Montreal and Carolina for the last playoff spot. Game time on Long Island is at 7 o'clock. The new Arena Football League franchise in Atlantic City will be a nod to the city's gambling history. The team will be named the Atlantic City Blackjacks, and even though their uniforms have not yet been unveiled, they will use the team's red and black color scheme. The indoor league will have six teams this season, which begins on April 27th. (coughs) The Blackjacks will play their first home game in Atlantic City on May 4th in Boardwalk Hall. And Bryce I like Har- that name, by the way. Yeah, they I do like too. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Bryce Harper hit a home run for the second straight day in simulated uh, game against Philly's minor leaguers. Harper has an opposite had an opposite field homer to left in the first of 12 plate appearances and also lined a double down the right field line, singled up the middle, drove a deep fly to center, and had a broken bat flare to left center. He's expected to make his debut in the lineup tomorrow afternoon when the Phillies play the Blue Jays in Clearwater, and that's what I have for you this morning. Uh, thank you very much, Kathy. We'll be in Clearwater a week from today. We'll be cracking the mic at this time from uh, the uh, right. from uh, the Spectrum Field, and uh, it's pretty cool, man. Because while we were there, not only do you see, I didn't realize how many baseball players were there because on the fields outside of the main field that we're in were all the minor league guys working yeah, out uh, yeah. getting set up like and like uh, on the other side like like armies yeah yeah of, of Phillies players yes because they were all wearing the colors and it's it's a real operation so I was I was definitely really impressed last year and really enjoyed it and again if you've never been down I strong we all strongly yeah. encourage you Take the time to do it at least once. Yeah, it's not just the baseball, but you're in Florida. It's still cold here. A lot of great restaurants and beaches and cool things. And and plus, you get to go to baseball games. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, like Nick was saying the other day, it's it's more intimate experience. You're right on top of the field. To yeah. Get up close and personal with these players. It's a really cool experience. Even if you're not a big baseball nut, it's worth going to. I agree. So we will be there next Friday. But let's talk about this Friday. Let's talk about today. We have a lot on our plate, so... Uh, put on your little, you know, your little bib and get yeah. ready because we're going to serve up your a little bunch of stuff. Steve bib. Yeah, we have. Uh, speaking of food, we're going to have Jersey Mike's stopping in today. <laughs> ah. uh, Jersey Mike's will be here, so we'll do some giveaways with those guys. But uh, guest on the program, Robert Irvine, love him. Staying in the food vein, he'll be here a little after seven o'clock, about an hour from now, and he is in town at the uh, the flower show, and he is hosting a boardroom spirits bottle signing event. Hmm. So we'll talk to Robert today. Uh, we have comedian Joel Machi, who's going to be here. Uh, he's going to be performing at Helium over the weekend. We will have, of Maury's peer, Jack Maury here. Yeah. They are celebrating their 50th anniversary. So we have the namesake himself, Jack Maury, is going to be popping in. They have a new roller coaster we've talked about in the past, but we'll get the, we'll get the skinny from him later on today. That's very cool. And on top of all that, a chance to win $500. Once again, it's Casey's Cash, and this is courtesy of Metro by T-Mobile. You're very generous, Casey, with all this cash, I have to say. Yeah. So we will have your chance today, just like we did it on uh, Wednesday, uh, to stop by a specific Metro by T-Mobile and find the keyword that's inside the the facility and then text it out. That's between 9 and 10 a.m., and the location that we're headed to today is 6301 Oxford Avenue. So that's the shopping center at Oxford Avenue 
and Martins Mill Road. And just go into the T-Mobile or the Metro by T-Mobile while you're there between 9 and 10. We'll have some members of our staff there. They'll tell you the word. You text it, and then we'll grab a random text, and somebody's going to win $500. Love it. Yeah, it's a pretty sweet deal. So that's coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. I will make sure that I hit that many times over the course of the show today. So if you're if that's part of your regular everyday travels, perfect. It's convenient for you. Swing in there. If it's not, you got a lot of time to make your way over there by 9 o'clock, so you can make your plans now if you want to win that money. These things and more coming up. We're going to take a break. I have a lot of entertainment news to get to you, so we're going to do all that in just a moment, as well as stupid question to give away. Stay with us. We're going to enjoy this Friday morning yeah! together, all right? This 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Hey, it's Preston. Listen, I'd like to thank Jack Frost Mountain for sponsoring today's podcast. We are headed back to Jack Frost on Friday, March 1st for our 13th annual Preston and Steve Cardboard Classic from WMMR and JFBB, where the snow comes first. If you love paying for shipping, you're going to hate Steven Singer. Always with fast and free shipping, visit Steven Singer Jewelers online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. Steven Singer Jewelers, one place, one price. Taking time for yourself isn't selfish, it's self-care. Schedule a massage or facial at your local Hand & Stone Massage and Facial Spa with a relaxing massage or refreshing facial for just $59.95 for first-time guests. Visit one of their 50 area locations or handandstone.com. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Look at that sunrise. It's beautiful. Yes. Let's make this day even more beautiful by setting you up with a prize. We're going to do a stupid question for a pack of tickets to see... The Wings play the Bandits, and that's tonight, by the way. So the question that I have for you, courtesy of Nick McElwain, what is everybody working for? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. It's really a stupid question. Yes. What's everybody working for? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. And I will rattle off some birthdays while we're awaiting your call, March 8th, celebrating that birthday. Today, actually, somebody we just mentioned when we were casting the... Uh, WMMR the movie yesterday, Kat Von D. Yeah. I think you brought her up. I did, yeah. She's Sarah my... Parker. Exactly. Don't you think so? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, model, makeup, and tattoo artist. Uh, she is 37. Was she linked with Dave Navarro, or am I getting that wrong? Uh, I always I don't know. Dita Von Tease yeah. and Kat Von D. I get them mixed up. I get them mixed yeah. up. Yeah. All right. Well, she is uh, 37 today. James Vanderbeek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dawson's Creek. I, I like the guy. I do too. Yeah, I was. I, I used to watch Dawson's now and then. It was yeah. to me. It was. It was almost like a comedy, you yeah. know. But it was. Uh, they, they were so angst-ridden. It was hilarious. Yeah. But then he goes on and does some pretty funny stuff. When it, he when he did um, SNL, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah, oh yeah. And yeah, yeah. he was very. <laughs> he was very self-aware in that. I I really kind of crossed over to liking him a lot. He's actually played himself in two different series. Yeah, uh, the the B in apartment three D right. or whatever the hell he was. He played James Vanderbeek. Okay, yeah, nice. He's uh, forty two today. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, he was kind of the the it dude for a little while. That's there, right in the uh, in the late nineties. Can't hardly early, wait, right? Early two thousands. Yeah, and she's all that. She's all that. I know what you did last summer and. Yeah, he had a run there. Uh, and uh, married to Sarah Michelle Gellar. They're still together, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's uh, 43 years old. Steve, another one from yesterday's conversation. Really? You're going to love this. Oh, who is it? Cameron Manheim. Oh, there you go. You were thinking of the wrong 
dog person. I was thinking of American America Ferrara. And you couldn't shake it. Yeah, and I'm like, I can't get the goddamn name out of my head. And it was so random yeah. hearing her name come up, and it just so happens it's her birthday today, man. That's, That's so weird when, like, the, Steve, when the name really has nothing to do with the person that you're thinking of, but you can't distinguish. No, I could not can't... shake Cameron Mannheim, Nick. Yeah, yeah was... I know. I've had it happen. It's weird. It's a crisis. Yeah. I, I had... Uh... I had a thing like that not that long ago. I was I was going to go look at some some games, some video games. Yeah, and I there was a game in particular I had in mind, but I couldn't shake the name Medal of Honor. And I was trying to my sense. I'm like, it's it's a it's another fighting game. It's, 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 it's three words. In Come it. on! It's, it's, blah, 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 blah. And I'm getting mad at them because yeah, yeah. they don't know what I'm talking I hate about. You. When it's Call of Duty that I was trying to remember, and eventually, not one of them says, "I'm like, God damn it! Yes, get out of here." Wrong with you? You just sometimes you just absolutely yeah. You, you just get caught in that loop. You can't figure a Cameron Mannheim loop. However, she is in two. She actually is very funny, and she was in um, a Romeo and Michelle's high school wow. reunion. Yeah, she's the yeah. very peppy yearbook uh, person, yeah. and then she's also in that one of the uh, it was um, uh, the the uh, comedy movies with the, the Wayne's brothers did the haunted. Um, how am I thinking? A haunted house. You, you, something like that. I don't know. I think it's yeah. called a haunted house. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Fifty-eight. P- fix this, please. Fix it. Okay. You have you have Febreze over there. Fix this. What happened? Dear God, someone crapped their pants. Over are you kidding? And what is going on? Someone. someone? And... Are you are you keto probably, now, Case? Probably Kathy. <laughs> someone. As if I we... just I look at him. Like so, and, and just give him the look, and he just goes. Mm-hmm. He it was kind of like back. when I came home last night, and there was a torn up. Magazine all over the floor, and my dogs just kind of stand there uh-huh. looking at me like, Ugh, maybe they don't know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, cameraman, I'm 58 years old today. And then last birthday, uh, one of the few remaining members now, Mickey Dolan of the Monkees, uh, turns 74 years old. We just lost Peter Torque a couple of weeks ago. Mickey, uh, my favorite monkey. Yeah, that's a statement I can make, but uh, yeah, I've uh, very talented. Uh, Funny uh, and uh, and a really good singer. As, honestly, I love yeah. his voice. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's him. Celebrating his seventy fourth birthday today. All right, let's see if somebody knows the answer to this stupid question. I mean, what is everybody working for? That's the question. And I am going to go uh, over to Justin see if he knows the answer. Hi, Justin. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, Justin, what is everybody working for? That would be what is the weekend? Of yeah. course. <laughs> Everybody's working for the weekend. Hang on, Justin. We got you. Four-pack of tickets to see the Wings face off against Buffalo Bandits today. Actually, tonight at Wells Fargo Center. Uh, And it's Fortnite Friday, powered by, and I've been told that I've been pronouncing this wrong all week long. What the hell's the story? I've been saying N3rd. So it's N3RD Street Games. Apparently, that's nerd street games. It's like Dead Mouse. Oh, it's like Dead Mouse. So the three is, is supposed an, to be an E. supposed to be an E. Well, how about you just make it an E? Wouldn't that be nice? Well, you need to tell yeah. the person reading the copy that that's the case. So so Marissa of, told me, but I, um, I, it, I kind of like... You were too busy farting. No, I just hated it. Just turn it... Just turn the stupid three around and make it an eight. You hate, so you've known all week, and you've let me do this Not all, all week. week. I've known since Tuesday. <laughs> all right. Casey didn't like it. I don't like it either. Yeah. But for those who know, it's it's. Nerd, I like what they do. Nerd Street Gamers. Yeah. And you can get tickets at wingslax.com. All right. After days of silence, Paris Jackson appears to be addressing Leaving Neverland, the widely viewed HBO documentary that shared devastating allegations of sexual misconduct against her father. Can I guess what she said? She loved it. 
Uh, you read it then. No, Wade Robson and uh, James Safechuck accused Michael of abusing them for years. Charging yeah. his estate has uh, uh, charges his estate is formally denied. Uh, so a fan wrote, I guess online. The bigger picture is your father's legacy ruined and his name smeared forever. But whatever, though. And then she writes, uh, so. Not love and peace and trying to carry that message out. Tabloids and lies are the bigger picture. Question mark. I pray for you. And then the follower replied, no, they want to tear his name down and stop playing his music. But it's cool. Like, who cares that he died for this? And then she wrote, yeah, uh, they do that to everyone with a good heart and tries to make a difference. But do you really think that it's possible to tear his name down? Like, do you truly believe they stand a chance, relax, and have peace? So that's the only thing that she's stated about this and it was in response to somebody uh posting to her listen i don't blame her for defending who she believes to be her it's her dad yeah and who she believes to be her dad yeah there's nothing to indicate that he was anything but a loving parent to them i also believe he did the other stuff so but in her world in her point of reference he was a good father. And it's interesting. Not so there to, you go. Not to break this down too much, because I do have a lot yeah. to get to, but I know that, like, uh, Corey Feldman released a uh, a statement saying, yeah. he, you know, he was always great to me. And that may very well be true. And it may very well be true to 99% of all those people that he brought in that he was really, really great to them. Yes. But I think he might have been handpicking one or two he here clearly and there. was. And, uh, watch. L- listen, I, mean? I, believe, I believe these guys in this special. You may not. That's fine. And, and Michael Jackson's not around to defend himself. However, for years and years and years, we talked about this before. We've gone over this territory. Um, there was a lot of weirdness going on there. But I, to your point, Preston, the special, the, the two, the four-hour leaving Neverland makes a case for, for exactly what you're saying. Hand-picked, and he spent a lot of time grooming the families and the kids well, so that he could have this access to them. That's that's the M.O. of these pedophiles. <laughs> Listen, yeah. pedophiles are around kids, like, all the time. Yeah. And and what they do, like, you know, like, they're like a coach of a team, right? And they go through the whole baseball team, and, like, they might not touch eight of them, you know? But that ninth one was the one that they keyed in on. Right. And that's depressing. Kind of how it goes. So depressing. Yeah. So anyhow, she's yeah. she's defending me, and, and, yeah. and I understand that. All right. So hours after Taylor Swift revealed her biggest fear, which are threats of violence, including from stalkers, in a wide-ranging piece titled 30 Things I Learned Before Turning 30 that she wrote for Elle magazine, a man who broke into her home in 2018 was arrested for trying to get inside again. Wow, this guy won't give up. This is her stalker. TM- I love you so much, man. Uh, TM- Big fan. TMZ. Because you play, good to play, 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 play. <laughs> you know, I love it, man. It gets in your head. It's like what you call an earworm. <laughs> kind of endearing this guy. I love that guy. <laughs> I love that guy. Thank you. And he's going to stick around because I got a couple of uh, stories about him. Uh, so TMZ and Page Six reported that police <laughs> police arrested a Florida man, Roger Alvarado, for the second time in less than a year after he was caught breaking into one of Taylor's New York City properties earlier on March 7th. So what in the hell are you paying to live in a secure building if this guy apparently can waltz on in anytime he wants. Steve, maybe she should consider hiring him as her security. Why not? Guy. Because, you know, it's like a black, uh, the white yeah, hat. Everything's clear on the north perimeter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back five clicks and check it again. 
Yeah, higher. Sometimes it's like it's yeah. like catch me if you can. You know, the guy was so good at what he did and a criminal that he decided to make him a specialist and an advisor. It's like when they hire computer hackers yeah, to work for hacks. the. Hey, we can't yeah. beat you, yeah. so why don't you work for us? Who let this door open? You want some lunatic wandering? <laughs> So he allegedly tried to gain entry via the second floor patio door of the pop star's home shortly after 2 a.m. He climbed onto her roof and kicked in a door, which triggered her alarm system and alerted her security team. We have a great arrangement. The pay's not too bad, and she lets me pleasure myself in her dish towels. (laughs) She lets you do that? Yeah, it's part of the job. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's cheap labor. I mean, uh, you just pay for the laundry service. Anyhow, uh, they called police. Taylor, who has had an order of protection against this man, was not home during the alleged break-in attempt. Uh, The 23-year-old man is now facing charges of stalking, burglary, illegal entry, criminal mischief, criminal contempt, and possession of burglary tools. Now, the first time he broke into her place was in April of last year, so roughly a year ago. Yes. Cops discovered some chilling details. Officers found a ladder leading to a broken window. Inside, they found the man sleeping in the singer's bed. Someone's been sleeping in my bed. And they also determined that he'd used her shower as well. Yeah, yeah. So in December of this last year, the best loop I've ever used. He, he reached a deal. This was on Taylor's bum with uh, prosecutors and pleaded guilty to one count of attempted burglary and one count of criminal contempt. So you uh, imagine? Listen, that's you know, if you've ever Terrifying. had anything a, a, akin to uh, your car being broken into or anybody getting into your house, it's a violation. You, there, there's a a wholly other feeling to that. You just you, mm-hmm. it, it, it makes you it's unsettling. Here's this guy using her shower, walking around her house while well, she's not there. And he's crazy enough to do that. He could be crazy enough to, to kill her. her. Yeah. yeah. I, and so, like, I almost feel like the only way to combat this, there's two things you can do. You can lock this guy away for the rest of his life, and that way you won't have to worry. Lion. Or, no, I was thinking, no, you bring him into your life, and yeah. then and then kill you, him. no, you out crazy him. Oh, and God. then he goes, oh, my God, I don't want to be a part of this. Or he goes, <laughs> this is the woman I'm waiting for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it helps. It, I'm sure it absolutely positively does not. Those who have had stalker issues before in the past know. But maybe with somebody this high profile, if they sit down face-to-face and she goes, I don't like you. You know, yeah, right? I got the message. <laughs> right, exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Got to see that for the public, but I'm reading you <laughs> loud and clear. Wink, wink. Yeah. You don't love me. Uh-huh. Uh, in February, he was sentenced to six months in jail. He was also ordered to serve five years of probation in Florida and complete uh, a mental health treatment program. So if he was sentenced with all that and he's done this again. He's going, he's going in jail. He's going to be put away yeah. for a while, most likely. Now. A man who trespassed uh, trespassed onto Kendall Jenner's property multiple times Kendall! was sentenced <laughs> to six months behind bars. But he's I al- put one of your lip kits. But he's already been released. Uh, yeah, John Ford is his name. Hmm. Uh, That's was, a very standard name. Yeah, he was. Found, I am John Ford. I'm a stalker. Uh, he was found guilty on two counts of trespassing last month. Served 90 out of 180 days. The name and, is Skiffington. And he has been ordered to stay 150 yards away from Jenner and 1,000 yards away from her house. When you have uh, restraining orders of this nature, it, you know, it's so easy to violate them, you know, if, if to say 1,000 a, a yards away. Right. You know, what happens? How do you, what are you, always with a tape measure? I, I don't understand the um, reasoning behind uh, 
one of these things. Be- it gives, well, you, no, it gives them more recourse for them to say, this guy's violating the, if, the deal. If, if they see him. Yeah. If you violate that, then you're in yeah. more trouble. It's just yeah. a, it's a step program. So we'll yeah. start with this. And if you can't stay within these parameters, then you're going to face harsher penalty. Uh, right. uh, uh, three feet back, government property. <laughs> Standing on the sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's stay with that family for a moment, the Jenner and uh, Kardashians. Just for a moment. Right. I, I stayed away the last no, few you days. Did. You did a good job. All right. So Chloe's Timothy daughter, True, is living the Lux life, and social media users are not having it. Chloe posted a throwback. Of True, dressed in navy with an animal print head wrap, surrounded by 14 Hermes Birkin bags, including one that reads, uh, Chloe Money. <laughs> uh, the bags retail for from anywhere from 12000 to $200,000. Oh. Meaning that uh, Babes is posing with conservatively about $175,000 worth of purchase. Do you purses. remember when, when Bill thought you might be... Like showing off because you boasted about having medical care on oh, the yeah. show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I yeah. went to Penn Medicine to get my tonsils checked. That's where we got. No one ever think you're privileged. Yeah, that's where we got privileged from. Because he went to the doctor. Yeah. And Here then, she is. This this is the kind. This is exactly what Bill was fearing you were doing, and right. you were not doing. Right. But this kind of stuff is just outlandish extravagance. I know, yeah. but it's. A cute picture. It's of the not baby. cute. It's oh, the, adorable. The baby's cute. Yes. But it's it's the it's the showing off of this ridiculous yeah, wealth. But that's yeah. That, but that's what they have. Like no, I know. But it's okay. Anyway, we're, we're not going to debate yeah. this. Uh, later, I, I do think she needs to be vaccinated, though, Kathy. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 later, Chloe posted a selfie of herself looking, <laughs> looking thoughtful and captioned it: "I believe in you, your abilities." And your abilities. This is this is a this is her posting a selfie, looking thoughtful. And so I guess she's thinking about you, the the fan, the one reading the page. Okay, I believe in you, your abilities, and your heart. Stay positive about everything. Each one of us is simply trying to figure it all out. Oh my God, I'm in love with two hundred thousand dollars worth of purses laying around. I've been going after the wrong sister. Yeah. Uh, so these posts come as as her uh, cheating ex Tristan, by the way, uh, rumored new girlfriend has been identified. Who is it? Model Charisma Ramirez. Charisma. Oh, okay. I don't know. Her. I've seen pictures. Charisma is spelled K A R I Z M A. By That's the way, stupid. It's just like nerd. N three R D. So the pair per TMZ were introduced by fellow NBA player Jordan Clarkson. And uh, he, by the way, is briefly linked to Chloe's sister, Kendall. So, uh, yep, that's the word. Hey, I got a uh, update on Nerd, by the way. It's uh, it's short for North 3rd Street, which is uh, an area in Philadelphia where tech companies are um, that's uh, great. headed. Yeah, so they it, they sort of combined mm-hmm. North 3rd and took that and made it clever and went with Nerd. It okay. is clever, but you need to tell us because we want to say it right. Yeah. Correct. All right. We're uh, professionals. The 92-year-old Queen of England. As an Instagram influencer, could be. We live in strange times. It gets stranger with Queen Elizabeth published her first post on Instagram yesterday, 43 years after she sent her very first email. Uh, The Queen issued her post, an epic throwback uh, from London Science Museum. What uh, emoji did she use to cover her nipples in this one? Poop. (laughs) The post was a snapshot of a letter sent by 19th century mathematician and computer pioneer Charles Babbage to Queen Victoria's husband, Prince Albert. 
She wrote, Today, as I visit the Science Museum, I was interested to discover a letter from the Royal Archives written in 1843 to my great-great-grandfather, Prince Albert. It's toots of me's balls. Uh, she wrote, this is on the at the Royal Family account, so that's, if you want to follow them, it's at the Royal Family, mm. uh, using a touchscreen iPad at the museum to send the message. She said, today I had the pleasure of learning about children's computer coding initiatives, and it seems fitting to me that I published this Instagram post at the Science Museum, which has long championed technology, innovation, and inspired the next generation of inventors. I think I might have to follow the queen. If she's taking do... little uh, historical tours around England. I might do that as well. Of course, I'm going to want to see some, you know, lingerie shots as well. And she adorably signed the post, Elizabeth R. Uh, the royal account has 4.6 Not nerd. Six million followers. <laughs> Uh, users immediately welcomed the Queen to Instagram, as did the museum. Some users were cheeky, writing, hi, Liz, and others were more restrained and more uh, official. Oh, those cheeky Brits. Yes, they love it. Uh, so she's on Instagram, if you want to follow. Hey, in a throwback shot that she shared on Thursday, Selma Blair opened up about the terror and confusion felt uh, when she first experienced symptoms of multiple sclerosis. She explained that she was out with a friend in Miami, when she noticed that uh, she was tired and her leg was asleep, uh, she said, my flare was already hitting and I didn't know what was happening. Uh, she calls it the, that trip a gift. Uh, she said she will always associate it with MS, though. Um, she, uh, she wrote, all we have is right now. This is the past. But I remember knowing, uh, knowing to just feel the warmth in the breeze. Uh, the gift of this trip. Under the table, my leg was dead. I couldn't stay awake, and my right hand couldn't find my mouth. That's got to be scary. She said, but I was happy. My son is asleep next to me. I hear his breathing, that of a tender soul, a young boy who will wake full of energy. I'm going to curl up next to him because that is what this wonderful life can bring. The now the now I love, so good night. So, But she was just recounting a story when she first noticed, hmm, that wasn't quite right. You know what I was reading? Uh, I forget where I saw it, but they are uh, going ahead. Peter Frampton, you know, he had he has his issues. Uh, they're trying a uh, a new um, treatment, treatment uh, a drug that they think might have some promising results. Now, he, he doesn't have a lethal situation. No. Um, but, it's a uh, muscular degenerative thing yeah. that happens over time, but it's not. It's just... It just makes life a lot makes harder. like a little bit more difficult. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, but it's good news. I mean, they're going to yeah. give it a try. It's a trial medication, but they think it might have um, it might have properties that will help him. Cool. I hope so. Uh, Jason Priestley is sharing his grief over his fellow 90210 alum Luke Perry's untimely death after a massive stroke. Uh, he had written, "It's taken me a couple of days to figure out." How to write this, and it was with a, a picture of the two of them together. He said, my dear friend of 29 years, Luke Perry, was one of those truly special people who really cared. Luke was not only a star, he was an incredibly bright light that was extinguished far too soon. And that is why I and so many others are in so much pain today. Uh, Tiffany Thiessen also shared her sadness. She wrote, my heart... Uh, my heart has been weighing heavy. The loss of a man who started as my co-star but quickly became my friend. He welcomed me on my very first day of 90210 with open arms. A day that was not an easy one for me. I was coming to a show, a family really, that had been together for over four years. But this man took me under his wing and made me feel at home. Made me feel like I belonged in this TV family. Uh, fellow alums uh, Jenny Garth, Shannon Doherty, and uh, Ian Ziering have also shared their memories and grief on social media this week. They had a couple of clips of the uh, the first episode where the two meet, and man, they look first off they look like they're nine years old. Yeah, yeah. but you know, yeah. there's you know that 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 uh, Dylan character who was like, you know, yeah, you know, you get what you get. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Kind of delivery. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, still, just sad to think about. 
All right, this is kind of nice. The beloved 1970s television show, The Little House on the Prairie, is currently available on Amazon Prime. All of the episodes. Wow. Yeah. So there was a made-for-TV movie that was the first thing that ever appeared, you know, concerning this property, uh, this uh, literary classic. Yeah. I love that. And I remember watching the first season and really enjoying it, and then I... Sort of disconnected, but it went on for like fifty more seasons. I it, we it was a family show. You watched it all the time, we yeah, yeah, it. yeah. So uh, it was set in the eighteen seventies. Follows the life of the Ingalls family. It's based on the original Little House books by Laura Ingalls Wilder. A series of nine classic children's novels that chronicle the author's childhood. Uh, the Emmy Award winning television series aired on NBC from nineteen seventy four to nineteen eighty three. It's a good uh, run. Of course, stars Melissa Gilbert, Michael Landon, Karen Grazel, uh, Rachel Lindsay, Greenbush, and Sydney Greenbush, and Melissa Sue Anderson, who had the most stunningly blue eyes that I've ever seen. Mesmerizing blue, eyes. Blue, gorgeous blue eyes. Hey, yeah. Preston, in the book series, did the, did the series wrap up with them blowing up the town? I don't know, but that's how they wrapped up. <laughs> they blew the up thing. the town. Yeah, why not? If we can't have it, nobody We're going to blow it up! <laughs> So if you want to see Little House on the Prairie and you got Amazon Prime, you are in luck. Uh, This is unfortunate news, Steve. You mentioned this to us on our conference call last night. Hall of Fame pitcher Tom Seaver's family announced Thursday the 74-year-old New York Mets great has been diagnosed with dementia and has now retired from public life. Mm. Uh, He was a three Listen to how stunning his career was. Three-time National League Cy Young Award winner. The 1967 National League Rookie of the Year and the star of the 1969 Miracle Mets team that won the World Series. He also had 311 wins and was a five-time 20-game winner in a career that got him elected in the Hall of Fame in 1992 on a then-record 98.84% of ballots. So growing up in New York at the time and 69, the Miracle Mets, the whole deal, you could not help but get swept up. And I always lo- I've always loved Tom Seaver. Always seemed like a, like a decent guy. And this is really sad to hear. Over the last few years, uh, I read a, a really great article about him in Wine Spectator. Really? He, oh yeah, yes, he has a, a vineyard. He, he developed this vineyard, and it, it's small. It's you know he wasn't trying to go big or grandiose like uh, Coppola has, you know. But it, he just wanted to do this sort of as a hobby, and he found a new lease on life, doing something other than baseball. And yeah, he really enjoyed it. This is yeah, sad news. It is absolutely. Uh, this is not sad news. The Dark Knight is turning 80 years old. Yeah. Warner Brothers in D.C. have announced a year-long birthday party for Batman. This is like we did with MMR's 50th birthday. So they're going to do it a year long, and the party gets started at South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. What, what What's this character again, Preston? Uh, it's called Batman. It's a... <laughs> He's a very super rich millionaire playboy yeah, by day. By day, but he's a, a vigilante player, yeah. detective by night. You should check into it, Steve. I really think I will. Now, listen, the, the celebration will include a moonlight flyover by 1.5 million actual bats. On March 19th, a special hardcover. Oh. What? Okay, the, the Austin Bridge. Yeah. South by Southwest is done in Austin, Texas, and yep. then that bridge every night uh, at dusk. All those bats come out. It's pretty it's cool. amazing yeah, to it's see. Pretty wild. Yeah. On, on March nineteenth, the special hardcover of Detective Comics: Eighty Years of Batman, the deluxe edition, will land. Meanwhile, the Matt Reeves helmed refresh of Batman will begin shooting this year, and several other TV and film iterations of the Cape Crusader and story will be hitting big and small screens. And there's going to be Batman Day on September twenty first, and most major cities around the world, from what I understand are going to be shooting a bat signal up into the sky. Which is amazing. Yeah. This is very cool. So my room, 
My room looks like the room of a 15-year-old boy, yeah. even, even younger. It is all Batman. So I'm like, well, you know, I have some extra shelf space now, and I, I, I took my, I got a new Iron Man <laughs> Extremis statue, and I said, I could put it up the, the shelf in that room right now for the time being. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting down at the kitchen table, and I'm like, and, you know, I'm making sound like that, and Claire goes, you want to move it out of the room, don't you? Because thematically, it was not Batman. That's how That's how lo- much of a lunatic I am for the Batman character. You know what you absolutely, positively have to do? So since you said it's like yeah. a little kid's room, you need to get a bed made that looks like the Batmobile. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> You've ever seen those Ferrari beds? Awesome. It would have to be able to accommodate the sleep number bed. But yeah. I think you I think you do the classic yeah. TV show Batman Batmobile. Well, I'm Batmobile it. bed or what about a Bat symbol bed? Well, I have no, a, I have I'm a, going with the little kid card. Yeah, I know something that really right? looks like like a yeah. like a real kid's room, yeah. so that the bed looks like the Batmobile. But Steve, with the real siren, you know, the, the whole flashing light on the top. Yeah, and oh, the whole deal. do it. Yeah. Oh, oh, there's one. I could do that. Thank you for that. We just found a picture of right. Batmobile bed. It's too small. You make that though. an adult size. Yeah. <sighs> you make that in a Texas King. Yeah, can that accommodate a full stand for a for yeah. a middle aged man? Could you yeah. do that? Um, so anyhow, this is your year then, Steve. Yeah, it's, it's uh, wonderful news. It is 80 years. My nipples are hard. Batman has been around. Uh, and we'll stay in the DC universe for one more quick story. Uh, this is interesting, and I think this could be a good call. Idris Elba is in talks to replace Will Smith in Suicide Squad. That is a very good call. Yeah. I, I hope he goes for it. If they could get him. But, I mean, hey, Will Smith demands top dollar. So, you know, Idris Elba, I'm sure they have the budget if they were going to go with Will. So uh, this is being put together by James Gunn and Warner Brothers uh, per The Hollywood Reporter. But he'd be he'd be perfect. I was a little less than enthused by, and I like Will Smith. I didn't I didn't dig for, I, I didn't really care for him. What, what was his character's name? Um, uh, Deadshot. Dead Deadshot, Dead yeah. yeah. Uh, but Idris Elba could definitely pull that off. All right, and uh, it's Friday. That means movies are out, and I've got to reveal what is going to be brand new. How exciting. At the box office starting today. And today, I only have one title. Only one? To mention, yes. There may be some smaller films. But there's only one biggie, and that's Captain Marvel. Yes. Captain Marvel officially opens day. We had uh, a couple of screenings this week of it. Uh, But this is where the entire public can go out and check it out. It's an action-adventure film and is directed by Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck. It stars Brie Larson, Samuel L. Jackson, Jude Law, Jimon Hounson. I I never heard of Hounson. Hounson, thank you. Nerd. And Annette Bening, nerd. Uh, also, well, it's about Captain Marvel finding herself caught in the middle of an intergalactic war between two alien races. Rated PG-13, two hours and four uh, minutes long. The Rotten Tomatoes score is 83%. Does that sound about right? I think that's about right. I would. I, I said the movie is good. It is good. It is a solid. It's a, a necessary step to endgame. Um, it's... Um, Marvel doesn't miss a beat. You know, it, it's not a, I'm, I'm not going to say it's a must-see, but it's a good movie. Okay. I, I really, it's, I feel like this is an obvious statement, but I want to make it anyway. Samuel L. Jackson is awesome. Yeah. He's, he's just so cool, and he's great in this movie. And Brie Larson's really, really good as, as Captain Marvel. But I, I love uh, that you get to see Sam Jackson so much in a Marvel movie as Nick Fury. Well, you know what happens with these things, too? When, you, when your last movie was, uh, you, you know, when you have um, Infinity War, and then you have this, the same way... 
I like that they bring it down. It's still a big story, but it's a smaller story. Right. So, <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. I appreciate the smaller story right. movies like Ant-Man. And, right. I mean, not yeah. quite literally that he's small, but it's not the, the world is ending uh, type of scenario. And it's smaller, but she you realize just how powerful Captain Marvel is. I was Boy. talking to somebody after our screening on uh, Tuesday night who obviously saw this movie. Yeah. But had not seen uh, Infinity War. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> what are you and like and just sort of like yeah oh no i saw the iron man too but uh, i didn't see i'm like you have like not seen all of these I, movies I, I, didn't, I know what you mean how can you yeah. not be all in <laughs> yeah. yeah how but can I, you not be all it, in it begs you to yeah. be all in, in fact uh, it, it started the process of post-credit sequences designed specifically to lead you by the nose into the next movie no, i will not like because so my wife is the only movie that she has seen of the entire franchise is black panther and I'm like, okay, well, you really need to start because I am not going to answer any questions, <laughs> you know, because she had all sorts of questions yeah. about it. And I'm like, we're, we, I can't talk to you. There's about a this. little bit of a story. There's too to much. recap. Yeah, I took my parents to see Black Panther in the theaters last year. It's yeah. the only one that they've seen, but yeah. they love Michael B. Jordan. They heard really good things about it. They're like, I want to go see this movie. I was like, all right. They had questions, but they still enjoyed it. You know, it, it, it can be a standalone if you right. don't want to invest too much in Listen, it. Listen, yeah. If you're if, if that's your deal, go do it. I couldn't. Yeah. I'm too excited. <laughs> Captain Marvel out this weekend. All right, let's get to clips here, folks. American Gods follows an ex-convict named Shadow as he meets a mysterious man who knows more than he should. And in this clip, Yitaid Badaki. Who discusses what it's like coming back to film season two. Here we go. The metaphor for me was that it was coming back to the same school, different class. There are new faces, new teachers in school. Everything you've loved is there. And more things that you had hoped to find are also there. I don't even know who the hell you are. Um, I read this novel. You uh, did? It's long. Is it? It's like a thousand pager. Um, and it's... Very interesting. Um, it's just a little weird. It's so, really weird. And I and I watched when this first came out a while back. I watched the first couple episodes because I just read the novel, and it didn't really sink its claws into me. But it's it's very unique. I'll give you that. It's really about sort of godlike beings, correct? It's, it's it, deities throughout human history that are now that are still around. Yeah. But they kind of live like humans. They blend in, and they what what happened is is say, Ian McShane's in it, right? Yeah, Ian McShane's, yeah. and he plays one of the, the main characters. But they, uh, as these uh, people were leaving Europe and other nations and and coming to the U.S. and elsewhere, well, they kind of dragged along their beliefs and their gods with them. Yeah, and their gods actually took root in the United States, but they live as just regular human beings, although they have these kind of powers, and it's really strange. But it's it, it pretty just, cool, too. It is, but do you yeah. think you might revisit it? I think I might. I think I might. Um, American Gods returns this Sunday on Stars. by the way. Let's hit the next clip. Oh, sorry. Here we go. <laughs> Captain Marvel, as we were just speaking of, becomes one of the universe's most powerful heroes while Earth fights a galactic battle. In this clip, Samuel L. Jackson shares his excitement about playing a young, innocent Nick Fury. I didn't have to be, you know, the hard-bitten, kind of world-weary 
Nick Fury with a chip on his shoulders, kind of a you know guy who has a desk job who all of a sudden has an interesting assignment. Go to see what this is, and it turns into something really kind of wacky. And wait a minute, and you know Nick Fury meets his first alien. You know, so it's like okay, there are people from other places, and they're stronger, faster, and we need to do something about that. You sound insane. <laughs> Captain Marvel is in theaters today, by the way. Yeah, that's true. Though in the movie, he does. You know, you see the absolute, absolute beginning of the Avengers project. Okay, cool. Uh, so I got for you, it's your entertainment report. We got a lot to get to today. We are going to have uh, comedian Joel Machi in the studio. Jack Maury, Maury's peer, celebrating 50th anniversary, <coughs> along with Excuse like me. MMR, and he is going to be stopping in today, the Jack Maury. It is, is very really cool. cool. And our good friend Robert Irvine will be here in just a few minutes. He's in town, actually, for an event at the Flower Show. We'll get you the details when he gets here. We'll do some giveaways. Jersey Mike's is coming in, so we got some food and some stuff for you to win. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. WMMR. Daylight savings time this weekend means we lose an hour springing forward. Let me sleep for the love of God! And that means we have to cram more of everything that rocks to make up for lost time. We're doing just that with a Pog Party Weekend, chock full of your favorite bands and opportunities to fill in the block. Drop a dime or shoot us a text with the perfect song. Operators are standing by. Really? They are. Listen for the ringing signal. It's It's a a Block block Party party Weekend. weekend. Sponsored by Hyundai City. Shop the March Mayhem deals at HyundaiCity.com. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Three bucks. The deal that I'm about to tell you about is only $3, and you should try getting on board. It's Harry's Razors that I'm speaking of. Uh, the, the gang at Harry's Razors, they decided they were tired of everybody paying a ridiculous amount of money for all these gadgets for shaving when you really need to just keep it simple. And they came up with a clean design with quality, durable blades, and they offered them at a fair price. It's a wonderful product. I'm on board. I didn't think I would be. I thought it was kind of goofy. A razor, really? And then I tried it out. I'm like, oh, okay, here's the deal. It's a five-blade razor. I like the fact that you flip it around the other side. There's a single blade for just uh, trimming up around your you know, goatee or, or mustache or whatever you may have. But I'm impressed, and you're going to be impressed with not only the value and uh, quality of this deal, but the great price they have for an introductory member. New customers get $5 off the trial set from Harry's with the code WMMR at harrys.com. That means you get the razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and travel cover all for just $3. That comes along with free shipping. They don't tack anything on board. So just 3 bucks. but you got to use the code WMMR at harrys.com. So do it today. What's new? Glad you asked. Rival Sons. The Revivalists. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. We are excited to have our next guest in the studio bright and early on this beautiful Friday morning. And uh, he and company will be appearing at the Philadelphia Flower Show uh, tomorrow and Sunday. Please welcome our good friend, Mr. Robert Irvine. What is up, big man? Good to see you. And you know how to make people happy. Give them drink. Give them food. First, you bring your gorgeous wife with yeah. you. Yeah, well, because you guys bust my chops for the last four <laughs> All the time, years. you finally do Once it. Every four years. Yeah. Of course, your mind goes immediately to booze. Uh, Gail Kim is here, so we are happy to have her. Hi, Gail. How you Hi. doing? I'm glad to be here. Are you a morning person? 
Um, well, the alarm went off 15 minutes late, and I turned to him. I said, oh, no, I was supposed to wake up at 6. And he said, that's okay. And I said, that's okay, like I can stay in bed? Uh, <laughs> he said, no. That's okay, honey. You just stay right <laughs> no, there. No, no, no. Well, you had I'm, a, glad. I'm glad he got me up. You had a long wrestling career, and, yes. and uh, but you were mostly performing at night, right? I'm sure your schedule yes. was shifted a little bit later in the day. I was like a vampire. Basically. Right. But yeah. you, yeah, so you're like a about roughly a year retired now, right? Yes. Um, no, you're not retired. Well, I am. <laughs> no, I'm a producer with them, but in the ring, um, I may, may, I will. You may make I'll a comeback. They always, right. they always drag you back in. Right? <laughs> you're you're like true. Pacino in Godfather do. Three. Yeah, they keep pulling it, you back. It's, it's a possibility. All right. Uh, if it was going to happen, and just be one match. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. That's cool. So, so like a special match, a special match. I got gotcha. you. But listen, let's talk about why you're in town it's because <laughs> uh, you're you're in for the flower show. The flower you're, show, yeah. You're in with boardroom spirits. Yeah, we got a couple of drinks. Marat, Marat made some amazing yes. drinks at seven thirty in the morning. Oh my god! Oh, what are you, you what are you passing around here, Marat? What is this? Is this like a mai tai? <laughs> look, look at the way so, that this uh, stuff gets dispensed. You yeah. make a hell of a meth dealer. You know, just... Robert. I was actually uh, I was at the flower show on. yesterday. And I was amazed at the sheer number of stations and availability of booze all over the flower show. It's it's unreal, and it's a great way to walk around and enjoy the flower well, listen, show. There's a flower in it. That's as close as she gets. All right, let me let me ask Marat. What what did you just mix so, up in hand? This is our uh, uh, cocktail to commemorate the flower show. Uh, the flower power uh, kind of theme that they have this year. We call it the Factory Girl. It's made with our fresh citrus vodka, made with real ingredients. Uh, okay. Forty-seven calories, zero carbs, zero sugars. No kidding <laughs> for, for the health right. conscious right. alcoholic. So and you're not going to get fired. <laughs> yeah. Then we put uh, some uh, hibiscus syrup that we make ourselves and then uh, some fresh squeezed uh, citrus douche shake strain and garnish with a – it's an edible order. Did you say citrus douche? 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 That's I, what know, I, that's what I thought You I saw that, Gail. She looked at me like, he just said that, right? Well, that's good douche. <laughs> it's, uh, it's early in the morning. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Oh, you can taste I the vinegar. Say, I never get a hangover. <laughs> citrus – and you put a little bit of spermicide around the rim of the glass. Right? You never get a hangover from drinking this. No. I never do. What? I never no. do. Long, all right, because, because it's all because of the organic nature yeah. of the, the, the stuff going into it. Yeah, you can taste that yeah. douche. It's really good. <laughs> wow. That is a unique flavor. So, so really am I to believe now at the flower show? There's Because mm. the, the, my wife and I always go to the flower show. She, she loves going. Uh, th- this year, Nick, you're saying, and you all, guys will verify, lots of booze? All yeah. over the place. So, uh, wow. Very okay. cool. And how, how's, how's this product going over? The product is great. We got it down in Disney, Disney uh, Cruise Line, Universal, the Fountain Blue in Miami. We're, really, we're in five states. Jesus, pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's been a year that we've been partnered just over. It's doing really good. Well, you, you look at like people like Clooney, and you look at these people who have had their alcohol. Uh, yeah, you're not, Yeah, you're smiling. Like, you, that, I assume that's the end game. Yeah, you, right. You give me that, and I give it a precedent, <laughs> Steve, and we can all go on vacation. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, and for hunger never exists anymore. Ah, <laughs> that'd be nice. Wow, right? just not just needed money. anymore. How hard is it to to get into? Because there's obviously so many people competing for your attention and so on and so forth. How hard this is it is to get I, into? Look at this. This is this is my my breakfast. What did you get? Look at him. Oh, Casey brought you a bagel? Casey brought me a bagel. Well, so here's the deal. You I wonder where you were anyway. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, they asked, he, well, so I would have been right here lickety split, but he he put in a breakfast order and he asked for locks. All right. And they don't have locks downstairs. So I was like, oh, no, what do I get instead of locks? Yeah. So I got like a side of peanut butter and a side of cream cheese <laughs> and a banana. I was like, I don't. They don't have eat. locks down there? No, they no. used to. Yeah, they're going to be fired. <laughs> yes. Okay. So. That. In addition to this, you have other news, right? 
pertaining to new TV venture or well, old restaurant TV. Restaurant Impossible is coming back in four weeks. We just shot the the uh, first four episodes in California. My goodness. Yeah? Does it feel like... The, I mean, it's something you did it, for so it's long. It's completely different, but it's the same. The cameras are different. The people are crazier. The restaurants are dirtier, some of them. Um, I learn a whole new language. How to be told off. <laughs> oh, really? So they come at you. Oh, this one woman, she's, I thought she was going to headbutt me. She's wow. not going to in my face, first of all. Yeah. And she called me a few words I've never heard, only in England. <laughs> right. Um, wow. The rest goes on. <laughs> Took a mic off. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting season. Season 14. Obviously, you're a big dude. You, know, you work out and all that stuff. But has, ever, has anyone, ever been, everyone, anyone ever been stupid enough to come at you? Only my wife. Oh. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it was coming. I was just waiting. Only my wife. <laughs> there we go. And you're scared. Go. And I let her all go All the for time. Because people, you know, they get passionate about their businesses and stuff. And, you know, so I, I don't know if anyone becomes food, unhinged. The total food sucked and it was like the possessed. The head turned around. The green stuff come out. It was like, oh. Wow. Hey, yeah. did by the way, did this ever, because I, I don't follow the WWE very closely, but did Robert, with his size and everything, did he ever end up in any of those storylines, never not once? No. Oh, well, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that could have worked, though. He with looks the, tough. With the, he looks with... the part. You could kick his ass, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm. No doubt. I did with TNA. <laughs> I did with TNA. Yeah. yeah. Impact. Oh. Wow, Impact. wow. Yeah, yeah. With Impact? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well... So not only Restaurant Impossible coming out uh, in April, it's been gone for two years, but um, there's also a, a a line of kitchen supplies that are coming out. Is that yeah, true? Yeah, we, well? we just uh, um, launched them in uh, Chicago Houseware Show last Sunday. Okay. 150 new SKUs, cookware to follow. Uh, is this Cambridge oh, Silversmith? Yeah. Okay. And uh, hey, look, just because you couldn't get enough Robert Irvine. Yeah. Robert Irvine magazine? What yeah. the hell? When can I get the Robert Irvine Crock-Pot? When is that coming out? That, I want that's never days. coming out, dude. You can buy me a, you can buy me a bagel, uh, but you're not getting Crock-Pot. This, now, let me ask you, on all these ventures, do you ever have a fear of spreading yourself too thin? And look at your lovely wife's right in the magazine. Mm. No. No. No? You just so okay? I always tell him, we... just slow down. You have too much on your plate. But he doesn't listen. Really? Yes. Yeah. I think that's sometimes you, you, he's a workaholic, and yeah. you, you worry for him. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're going to be, I, I don't know when you're ever home. But we're going to be near your home next week. We're actually going to be in, like, uh, Clearwater. Because you guys uh, set right. up camp in You're Tampa, in right? Oh. Uh, can you maybe cancel those plans? <laughs> Not in Tampa, Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Japan with the Marines. Oh, you'll be close. <laughs> oh, you'll be in Japan with the Yeah. But Japan's just like Tampa. It's the same thing. <laughs> 17 hour flight, seven movies, three meals, four meals. So you have, uh, there's an article at Gary Sinise. You're, you, you guys are buds, yes? Yep. Yeah. We do a lot together. A lot of stuff for the military, as you uh-huh. do. You're constantly doing stuff for the military. Says your Arnold Schwarzenegger as well. So. Yeah, we got three. We, he's a great guy. We got three pictures that were never published in his career. We yeah. got all three of them. Okay. Um, now, uh, it's pretty special. It, does he have a line of douche as well, or no? Uh, <laughs> in a line of protein bars. <laughs> Robert, uh, Robert, you posted on your Twitter account uh, a month or so ago this tribute to Gary Sinise that was just moving. It brought me to tears, and it was uh, basically his organization thanking him for all the work that he's done over the years. Um, but it, it also had a lot of his friends over the years, including Tom Hanks and Kevin Bacon and all these oh, people. Oh, when he's sitting watching the video, Nick? It was, it was so... That's unbelievable. Cool. And, and he it caught him completely yeah, off no, guard. Yeah, he mm-hmm. didn't ask for it. This was, this was just something that people were doing to thank right. him. And he, of course, in his in true fashion, Gary just sort of passed it back out to everybody else and, and the the, uh, the organization. But can you talk a little bit about what the, the Gary Sinise Foundation does? And, well, his you know, foundation was founded because Bush said to him, uh, Bush 43, said, hey, we can't, we can't, help these people. The government's not going to help them, so right. you better go and do it. So he started his foundation that way. 
and uh, it's grown and grown and grown. It does, brings in excess of forty million a year now, which is amazing. Which, which if you think about it, is amazing. But but the, the projects that go on, the building of the houses, the the, the dogs, the trips to uh, New Orleans uh, World War Two Museum. Uh, Flew all those families to Disney World. Disney World, yeah. Two thousand six hundred kids just before Christmas. That used to be done in in Texas. So uh, there's a lot of money raised, a lot of money spent, and it's nonstop. He just keeps going with the stuff. Yeah, and we do the Invincible Spirit Festivals uh, all over the hospitals where I cook for eight or ten thousand. He uh, he does a concert. And then we do the visits to the wards, and it's pretty cool. He, you can tell that he he just got swept up in it, and it and it's um, you know people who are just giving it lip service, but he he walks the wall, as do you. I mean, you know, but you're you're, you're former military, so you, I mean that you're you're connected. But wow, to see how much time and and effort he invests in it is is uh, is really humbling. Um, so what do you, where are you when you're over in Japan? What what, what are you visiting? Iwakumi, Iwakumi. Uh, we're opening a new uh, marine exchange there. You know, we have a lot of food that's around the world, uh, about a hundred and something products, food-wise, whether it be protein bars or these new uh, delicious... Uh, uh, it's like QBC snacks. when you come in yeah. here, for Christ's sake. Yeah. What is that um, now in front so of these you? Are, these are protein snacks that we got rid of salt and sugar, but 20 grams of, of protein in it. Can I see the, this? Can, that can one, we have three of them, but I haven't bought two. So here. Good. Irvine, the, uh, the flamethrower is coming out next month. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the Robert Irvine flamethrower. Uh, thank you. Wow. Can I see one of those? Yeah. What do you want? Thank you. Whatever you got. What, what if, we'll got take a, whatever you, you got. Got a bagel. Oh, so some, can you hand over those, some of those Robert Irvine tampons over there, too? The, uh, <laughs> and the They're famous, special. <laughs> They're ribbed. They're ribbed. Uh... Oh, <laughs> They're ribbed. They're <laughs> ribbed for everyone's pleasure. Okay. Um, hey, uh, quick question. I just dropped, I dropped the bag and then I dropped an S bomb and oh. you probably didn't hear it but I did. So you had to dump out. I needed oh, to dump right. out on that. Okay, wow, wow, he's a uh, loose cannon today. My man. Uh, Japan is on my bucket list of uh, places to go to. Have you, you've been a number of times? Mm-hmm. And and uh, you, would you recommend it as a uh, as a place to visit? Yeah, I, only, I only go and see the the, the, the base. I mean the bases and right. and, the, and the guys and girls but I mean, we've, we've been out downtown. It's like going to New York City. Is it? I've heard it's wonderful, oh, you know. but I hear except, except some of the the the, the um interesting stuff the temples and but you know when you no, see what it's one, fun it's fun to shop eat everything so this yeah is a, you this, should go yeah, thank it's you very, i'm gonna listen yeah. to you yeah. it's a it looks like thing. he's a shopper right <laughs> i yeah. am a shopper but he wears a t-shirt no hair and <laughs> exactly. jeans all the time that's what i shop for and he's all my shopper. feminine hygiene products so but i did see kathy the moment you said shop literally went ding 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 ding, ding. <laughs> oh it's so good korea too Nice. Well, listen, uh, this weekend at the event, um, you're going to be there uh, at the Flower Show Saturday from 3 to 5, Sunday from 1 to 3. Are you signing stuff? Is that what's going on? Signing bottles, saying hi to people, eating bagels. (laughs) And by the way, just generally taking the day off. I need to point out that Boardroom Spirits is local. You guys are out of Souderton, correct? We're uh, based in Lansdale, but we do have a northbound restaurant uh, in Souderton. Sure. Uh, That's a partnership with. Butcher and Barkey. Butcher and Barkey. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. It's great. I need so. to get a business card. Yeah. All right. Yeah, most definitely. I want to come by. Huh. And, I, I'd like to come by and see your uh, your distilling facility. Absolutely. Anytime. Nice. The brand new, brand new tasting room, <laughs> brand new, so the largest still in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool. That's nice, man. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? These puffs, <laughs> how are they so low in carbs? You have to kill you if I tell you. Okay. Right. How do you do that, Robert, with all that you do? Science. Uh, <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. I, I need... I need a snack like this. I carry them on the road. Do you really? Yep. 
Okay. Can you just send me like a whole bunch? Yeah, just give me an address to send it to. Well, All by right. the way, yeah, I'm I, I've been watching what I've been eating, and I'm trying to go up on the uh, the, the protein intake. And this is uh, 20 grams of protein and only two grams of carbs. Uh, and this is uh, I have keto. the the cheddar cheese flavor fit crunch. What's that? Great keto. Yeah, good uh, yeah. keto. Yeah. What do you think about the keto diet? What are you a fan or no? no I'm not a fan of it. I don't really? eat a bagel right now. Yeah. yeah, but it's a keto bagel. It's, it's a. It's a <laughs> I, I don't, anybody that diets, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eat well, and drink in moderation. Here's the deal. I, I can see you, if, if you've let yourself go and you need to get somewhere, that, yes. that's, that that is an important way of going about it. And then once you get to that maintenance phase, you can just handle things Strictly in moderation, vodka. have a little bit of everything, and all the boardroom <laughs> vodka. You, no. Uh, but but that's where I am. I've recently, as of today, I've lost 30 pounds since oh, wow. uh, mid-December. Yeah. Awesome. It's, it's a picture for you. I want you to see this. Oh, Let me God. see. All right, what you got yeah. here? That's, wow. That's coming out in a couple of weeks. Let I let myself is. go when I do that Yeah, picture. it's him with his shirt off on the cover of Muscle and Fitness <laughs> magazine. <laughs> Wait a second. I saw, that, I saw that same cover <laughs> on Dong magazine. Dong. <laughs> <laughs> I get it delivered to the house. Is that really what you you look like you got ready in six days. Six days I did that. I hate him. Jesus. How it says fifty three and ripped Robert Irvine. Uh, you mean ripped? Well, I let drunk? myself go. It's a vodka and tequila. How how often do you what what's a daily workout routine? How how long is that for you? Well for this, she beat me up. Um it's about forty five minutes of cardio. You guys train together, right? And then uh sometimes. Right. It could be arms, it could be legs, yeah. not legs. So 45 legs minutes cardio, so you get that heart rate this, Yeah, we were on vacation drinking and eating every day. Yeah. Wow. For a week. So, so that's your recommendation? That's how you get in that kind of shape? You just eat and drink every day? <laughs> we're, we're in good a shape. Pretty much. Wow. That's great. All right, but, but what that's do you insane. do every day? Like, not leading up to that, yeah. what do you do every I day? Do 45 to... minutes cardio and one body part a day, four exercises. So okay. chest, arms, legs. Okay. So you'll do so four ex- half tops, maybe. Okay. But do you ever- you'll do four exercises for oh. chest yeah. one yeah. day, and then, okay. Do you ever do internal organs? <laughs> Gail does that. Okay. <laughs> working on my pancreas. We're, working kidneys today. <laughs> working kidneys working and bladder today. <laughs> nice. Well, listen, I have, uh, what, what I'd like to do is I have a little contest set up here uh, that I'd like Robert to play. And Gail, you can join in as okay. well. It's an easy one. It's is just... it a bagel speed eating contest? No, it's not a bagel speed I'm eating contest. Okay. But it does have to do with two things that will be involved this weekend, and that's Robert Irvine with food and the flower shows with fla- the flower show with flowers. So I want to get some callers on the line. Casey's got some random prizes that we'll give away yeah, yeah. at 215-263-WMMR. We'll give away a bagel if you want that. But... Um, <laughs> You'll have a chance to agree or disagree with uh, Robert or Gail. And it's very, very simple. I'm going to give you a either a flower or a food. And you just have to tell me which is which. All right? So there's some interesting named flowers out there. What's the title of the game, Preston? It's flower or food. <laughs> 215-263-WMR. Call right now. Play with Robert Irvine and Gail Kim. Uh, but uh, no, it's. Uh, I, I went through. I started going through some. I, I've never been to the flower show of all the years here in Philadelphia. I've it, never been. And believe I it or not, to go. It is amazing yeah. uh, what they're able to achieve and put together the various structures. Uh, I was not the biggest fan of the concept, but my wife brought me. You know, and and uh, yeah, it is amazing. It's, it's a hint of spring in an otherwise dark and dreary time. And apparently, everyone's uh, fall down drunk now. Well, that that's I find that interesting because years and years ago, a guy that I knew, Brian, was going to the flower show, and he decided to enhance all the colors and wonderful things that uh, seeing that maybe smoking a little bit of weed beforehand <laughs> oh. would be a good idea. 
So he's in the parking lot, and he's huffing. You know, it was before you had oils and vapes and stuff like that. So he's out smoking a joint in a parking lot. And a woman came by and was just absolutely aghast at the fact. Dear God, have you no respect for the flower show? Exactly. And now you just get hammered while you're there, apparently, is the deal. You know who has a, a beer and wine card? Is our buddy Andrew, the guy that works at the ballpark. He he works the flower show as well. He gets dressed up. Get out of here. He, he look, I saw him yesterday. He looks like a million bucks, and he's selling booze. And so he maybe just walks we can around get, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a cart That's that he awesome. pushes around. He probably could use some vodka. There you go. That's great. All right, well, let's uh, let's get some callers on the line, and uh, we will play Flowers or Food, 215-263-WMMR. We'll have you agree or disagree. I will get Donovan on the line. Hey, Donovan, good morning. Hey, good morning. How you doing, buddy? I'm very well. All right, good, doing well. So I'm going to give a name. It's either going to be a flower or a food, and mind you, the foods are... They're, they're either fruits or vegetables, so there's no dishes or anything like that. So, But as a, an accomplished chef, you, you should be aware of them. Uh, so yeah. let's start. Well, we'll start easy, and uh, and we'll see what you guys think. So, Robert, is this a flower or a food? Hickama. Food. He says it's a food. And Donovan, do you agree or disagree? I agree. That is correct, yes. <laughs> so, Casey, we started easy. So, Casey, what are we going to give him? All right. Well, we have a Robert Irvine official bucket o lard for you to win. No, we actually have a case of Yards Brawler. You can go a few rounds with Brawler, the Philly beer with a knockout flavor. And you can look for it in the orange case wherever you find beers, including Doylestown Beer Authority. All right. Let me... Very well done. Let me go to Gabe next. Hey, Gabe, good morning. Gabe, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right, Gabe, we're playing flower or food, and I'm going to ask uh, Robert this. What do you think? Is it a flower or food, the corn cockle? Flower. A flower, he says. Do you agree or disagree with that, Gabe? I agree. That's correct. Casey, what are we going to give him? Submarine by sound. <laughs> uh, we have a digital yeah. download card for Ralph Breaks the Internet. It's available now digitally. Available on 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray, DVD, and on demand. Uh, I mentioned- want to do a podcast pressing called Robert Irvine Eating Bread Products. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I have a question. I have a question. So you said submarine. You were in the Navy, right? Uh-huh. Royal Navy. Um, did you ever go on a submarine uh-huh. that that went down? Yep. Oh my god. Under the water? Well listen, so you could know you can tour submarines. I was making I was wondering no, if Gail got that to Gail see. got that faster than I did. Gail, yeah. Uh-huh. How many different shows are going on right now? Yeah. There's well, actually three and we're well, simulcast in Spanish. Steve's got one going on his own. And Japanese. And that whole time Kathy and I were having a conversation. Yeah, that's uh, all really? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it was that's important. Great. We got it yeah. taken care of. Though. It's all good. Casey's dropping S-bombs. Robert <laughs> eats a bagel. I'm drinking vodka and eating cheese puffs. Yay, Steve's drinking vodka. Uh, I'm totally tanked over here. I have a follow-up question. Can oh, I yeah, ask yeah, that now? Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, how, how long were you under for? Six you, hours. For six hours. Okay, yeah. so you didn't go out for a tour. Uh, I mean, you, you went for a yeah, short you're tour. Gonna be nuts. You're going to be nuts if you want to live in one of them. It's a tin Honestly, can. Honestly. Yeah. It's a and tin can that recirculates air. And they'll be there down for missiles. a month or more, too. Oh, and the rest. Yeah. Normally six months. No Six kidding. to nine months. <laughs> right. It's amazing that they stay down. For, so you're down for six hours. Uh, did you freak out? No, I'm not. I, claustrophobic? Listen, I'm not claustrophobic. But, yeah. But the way in which they food, the galley is so small, so they feed in, in tens and fives. Yeah. Okay. And they sleep. You know, some of the crew sleeps on missiles. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The fitness, the fitness workout room is the missile room with a bike and a few weights. <laughs> yeah. See, I have a sleep number missile at home, and so I can adjust my <laughs> missile. 
All right, let me go next to another caller. I have uh, Chris on the line. Hey, Chris, how you doing? Doing good. How you doing? Good. All right, Chris, we're playing uh, Flowers of Food, and here's the one that I have for Robert Irvine now. It is the humped bladderwort. <laughs> Flower or food? He's thinking. It's a, it's, it's a flower. He says it's a flower. Do you agree? Do you agree or disagree, Chris? What? Agree. Yeah, that's correct. It's a flower. <laughs> humped bladderwort. That sounds. I know delish. my flower warts. Hang on a second, Case. Yeah, we got a digital download card for Ralph Breaks the Internet. Available now digitally and available on 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray, DVD, and on demand. All right. Okay, get this next one. Up next, we got Mike. Hey, Mike. Good morning. Nada All right, Mike. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass this. Let's see if Robert knows this. If if it's a food or a flower, durian. Durian is a food. He says it's a food. What do you think? It's a stinky food. I agree. You're right. Yes. The durian fruit. We cut one open here on the show. Dear Mother of Christ. It was the worst smell I have ever smelled in my entire life. We needed to get an industrial air sweeper in here. Really, we had to run it for like six hours in the studio. I was nauseous for the entire day. It wasn't the worst because we had the Sir Strumming in there. That was worse than... But the durian stayed longer. It yeah. stayed. It uh-huh. just lingered. Yeah. Oh, look, look. Pretty was amazing. <laughs> All right, Case, uh, did we already say what we're giving them? Not yet. We uh, got a Case of Yards brawler. Go a few rounds with the brawler, the Philly beer with a knockout flavor. You can look for it in the orange case wherever fine beers are sold, including Tasker's Beer Barn in Birdsboro. All right, we'll get a couple more here. I'm going to go to Kelsey next. Hey, Kelsey, good morning. Good morning. All right, you're on with Robert Irvine and Gail Kim, and we're going to do flowers or food, and I'm going to pass this one along. What do you think, Robert? Buddha's hand. That is a food. He says it's a food. Do you agree or disagree? I agree. Yeah, he's right. Wow. Has he missed one? He's been on fire. Never heard of Buddha's hand before, but uh, what do we have for him? I'm sure Mrs. Buddha has. Uh, Well, Kelsey, you have our final case of Yards Brawl. You can go a few rounds with the brawler, Philly beer uh, with the knockout flavor, and you can get it at the Tasker's Beer Bar in Birdsboro. Hey, I have a question. Do you just, like, is that all you say, all show? Because <laughs> that's all you've said all show. Uh, all right. no. No, 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 no. Trust I, me, it's I not all I've said. I have a question for you. I will... Are you grumpy today? I'm getting a really grumpy vibe from you. And, I, I, and I'm grumpy today, too. So, like... Are you grumpy, Robert? grumpies are different because I'm in a great mood. Yeah? I'm going to Japan. What are you going <laughs> Yeah, that's I'm right. I'm going to Clearwater. <laughs> no, I'm in the boardroom, see? Yeah. You know, every time you buy a bottle of boardroom, you help my foundation. That makes me happy. There right. we go. buy a bottle of foundation. Yeah, see? A boardroom, for that matter. Buy a, buy a foundation for your boardroom. There you go. First five people who purchase a boardroom get a uh, free douche. There you go. All right, let's uh, let's just do let's do one more. One okay. more. I'm gonna go to uh, Mike B. Yo, Mike, you're on. Good morning, sir. Hi. Good morning, Gadzooks. Guys. Gadzooks. All right. So let me try this one out on Robert. Right. Um, how about this? Uh, the the scurf pea. Scurf pea. Yeah. Is that a flower or food? Scurf pea. Flower. He says it's, it's a flower. Mike, do you agree or disagree? I'm going to say I have to agree. Yeah, man. Oh, you got, oh, you're a savant. One of those correct. I am the champion, <laughs> my friend. What do we have for Mike B, Case? All right, Mike B, for you, we have a $25 Jersey Mike's gift card. And by the way, Jersey Mike's is uh, celebrating their day of giving 
Um, 16 area locations are donating 100% of their sales to Alex's Lemonade Stand. That's awesome. And that's going to be on Wednesday, March 27th. Mm. Crowd nice. loves it. That was 100%, man. You nailed every single one of them. Hey, you did. Unbelievable. You didn't think I knew flowers, huh? No, we did not. Oh, huh. did I? <laughs> well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the word out so everyone knows uh, that you'll be able to meet with Robert. And, Gail, are you at these appearances as well? Or you maybe? Yes. Come on. Go, okay. go help the guy right, out. Maybe, you, definitely Robert, maybe Gail. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, 3 to 5 p.m. at the Philadelphia Flower Show. And then Sunday, 1 to 3 p.m. This is all in conjunction with Boardroom Spirits. And he'll be signing bottles and all that good stuff. So. There's a ton of product. Yeah, yeah. And uh, don't forget Restaurant Impossible returning in April. What's the date on that? Do you know? Uh, the end of April. Not end sure. of April. Yeah, okay. It's not, it's not been Two-year hiatus. The Cambridge Silversmith Robert Irvine line of kitchen supplies. He released a cookbook called Family Table last month. You've got Robert Irvine's Fish Crunch High Protein Puffs and Robert Irvine Magazine. Wow. Sweet mother of God. On top of it all. And if you're in Vegas, go to the restaurant, right? <laughs> yes. But just remember, all them things make yeah. money for our, our foundation for uh, severely handicapped warriors. So yeah. the money, you have to remember that, too. So you, yeah. you buy these products, and it's going to go do some good yeah. for some well-deserving people. I love Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yep. All right. Well, Excellent. Awesome. Well thank, done. Thank you, guys. Once again, always great to see you. Thank well, you. listen, I'm not grumpy, so it's okay. <laughs> he had his bagel. He's all good now. <laughs> yeah, no, the interview's over. He's a little grumpy. He's yeah, a little grumpy. That's all right. <laughs> all right. And, and thank you, uh, Marat and the gang at, uh, yes. at Boardroom Spirits yeah. for being yeah. here. But everybody, please, Robert hey. Irvine and Gail Kim. Go to the Philadelphia, no more coffee for him. Philadelphia Flower Show. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. <laughs> 93.3 WMMR presents an epic co-headline summer tour with Korn. And Allison Chase. Saturday, August 3rd at BB&T Pavilion with special guests under oath. Tickets on sale now. Ticketmaster.com. Corn and Allison Chase North American Tour. August 3rd at BB&T Pavilion. Presented by 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We got Jersey Mikes who are here this morning, and uh, they are celebrating something really, really cool this month. They're going to be supporting Alex's Lemonade Stand, and will be accepting donations throughout the month. Isn't this great? So you want to go to jerseymikes.com or download the app and find a location. They brought in all kinds of uh, great hoagies today, Italian, uh, turkey, roast beef, fresh-baked bread this morning, chips, and, and some freshly-baked cookies, too. Looks like cookies. And we have $25 gift cards to give away, so I will give away two of those. We'll take callers 15 and 16 at 215-263-WMMR, and we will give you that. So thanks to Jersey Mike's. And they're feeding our uh, in-studio guests this morning, which is great. Hasn't this been, by the way, just a a quick thing. Hasn't this been a super weird week uh, when you think about the stuff that went on with the board yesterday, all the technical and weird things going on, and today we received a chainsaw in the mail. Yeah, and, and, we uh, actually did. And Robert Irvine was eating a bagel. Uh, and- yeah, that was a, <laughs> it, it was, it's been a little odd this It's week. been a weird week. But Mercury in retrograde, as Nick pointed out. Only a few hours left to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to do a couple of shard outs. I'm getting backed up on these, and I got some really good ones, so I want to pass these along. This one I actually got this morning. Uh, they wanted me to give them a heads up, and we're going to do this, but I just, I'm just going to get to it. Uh, this is from uh, Janine Savage, and she wrote a very lengthy email, but I'm just going to read you parts of it. She said she's asking for a shard out for my son, Jim uh, Lockerty, or Lowerty. I'm not sure how you pronounce it, L-O-U-G-H-E-R-T-Y. 
Uh, Jim is an Iraq War Marine veteran living in Williamstown, New Jersey, and sadly he's lost many of his brothers, his military brothers, to suicide. Oh, man. And it began hitting him hard, and he decided that he had to do something. So she goes into all these details of everything that he's gone through, meeting with congressmen, going to uh, presentations, and headed to local politicians and other advocates and all this stuff. And he's trying to wow. start a nonprofit that he's going to use uh, to try and get this awareness out there and help people. He's also going to become a certified suicide prevention counselor, uh, paying for this out of his own pocket. She said, I'm trying not to cry as I type this, but I'm so damn proud of what he is doing and why he's doing it. It's almost overwhelming. He listens every morning as I do. Uh, we often talk about the show later and laugh our asses off, but in this serious matter, I just had to write and ask if he could be given credit for what he's trying to do. Thank you so much in advance. He's uh, has a lot of work and long road ahead uh, to get this going, but won't be deterred. Again, love you guys, and a shout-out would be a high honor for Jim, he says. <laughs> there we go. And she writes, peace and love, Janine Savage. So here you go. Dude, nice work, Jim. And uh, it's got to be tough, but uh, but keep going, my man. And this is another one. This is, uh, oh, no, this is the person that wanted me to let him know uh, when they were doing it. But Preston and Steve, how the hell are you? This is from uh, John H., John Halloway. Uh, big fi- a big hi to the rest of the gang. I'm writing you to request a 21-short salute for my wife. Uh, we're not going to play no, the short we, we 21 can. times. Take an hour and a half. Uh, but one of your biggest fans says when it comes to being gassy, she would make Casey blush. Uh, she has an outrageous sense of humor, and her favorite quote is, there's nothing funnier than a fart. Uh, her birthday is March 8th today. Hey! Her name is Paula. You nailed this one. And, she, and she'll be celebrating the 37th anniversary of her 21st birthday, as she likes to put it. Uh, thanks, bitches. And that's from Johnny. So here's the shard out. Yeah! Oh, there you go. It's 21 shards for Louis, baby. All right. Close enough. Take that, NPR. All right, so happy birthday to you. And then, in case you'll like this one, okay. last one I'm going to do for now. Uh, it says, hey, my name is uh, Chris Pooler, son of James. <laughs> son of James. <laughs> Grew up in Warminster. Go Bucks Co. And just wanted to reach out and tell you how great your show is and how much it has meant to me going as far back as Y100. For the last 14 years, wow. I've worked in the restaurant industry. And recently, I decided to hang it up, pack up my car, and drive the entirety of the United States. I've logged almost 4,000 miles and have listened to your podcast for each and every single one. Appreciating tips from poop boxes and rim jobs. And without your show and everyone's amazing chemistry and humor, I'm sure that I would have lost my mind already. I've been sleeping in my car, going park to park, and the last two nights have been negative 10 degrees. As I write this, I'm at a rest stop in lovely North Dakota, but so happy I am doing this adventure. So, with love a shard out to keep me going. Uh, thank you, Chris. P.S. All I did was get out of the shower. So, shard out for you. Chris, good luck on that trip, man. That's uh, pretty amazing yeah. to be able to do that. I'm sure, Kathy, you'd love to sleep in a car in <laughs> negative <laughs> oh, 11 listen, degrees. That a... sounds awesome. You be careful. You don't either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Truck stop. All right. Let's do the B file. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville with everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else? Well, a billionaire diamond trader has died after suffering a heart attack 
during a penis enlargement operation no. in Paris. So a yes. billionaire, so a billionaire yeah. works in diamonds. You figure has everything you could possibly want, except a big penis. He's still he's had an issue with this, his and that's life, what apparently. did him in. I saw this. I did, I was like, is this real? Yeah, I think it is. Uh, Ayad, and I mean, even if it isn't, it doesn't still. matter. Ayad Ari Laniado is his name. Uh, 65 years old, was at an unidentified private clinic on the Champs-Élysées on Saturday when complications during surgery proved fatal. The experienced diamond expert's heart attack happened when a substance was injected into his penis. (laughs) Mr. Laniato's company, Omega Diamonds, which is based in the Belgian city of Antwerp, confirmed his passing. Was it a thick French sauce? A friend of Mr. Laniato's, who wished to remain anonymous, said that he was always focused on his appearance and how others perceived him. He's a sad billionaire. According to his friends, the only time he forgot about his lack of height was when he asked his accountant to read out his bank statement, something which he did multiple times a day. (laughs) This this guy was on shaky ground to begin with. Yeah, Mr. Laniato reportedly owned the most expensive penthouse in Monaco, worth more than $45 million. Uh, What this is all worth when I have a macrophallus. As well as a house in the plush L.A. suburb of Bel Air, where he was said to have loved to drink bottles of Chateau Margaux with models and celebrities. Wow. In 2015, he sold the world's most expensive diamond called the Blue Moon of Josephine to Hong Kong businessman and convicted felon Joseph Lau Leng Hyung for $48.4 million. Dear God. The Belgian-Israeli billionaire, whose exact fortune is not publicly known, was in trouble with the authorities in 2013 as he had prevented a tax evasion trial by agreeing to pay out 160 million euros. You figure with all this money that this guy has that he could afford maybe a little bit of discretion. Yeah, he you does have I mean? all those With all, all those money. money. All those money. <laughs> with all those money. I, but, look at me. I have all those monies. <laughs> and still I have a tiny penis. But, uh, yeah, it was just something that he couldn't get past. Yeah. You know? no. I, I think, I, to me, that would pet me up a little bit. Yeah. Right? Uh, having a billion dollars? Yeah. More than a billion dollars? It's yeah. amazing how large... Your genitals appear when you have a billion dollars. Yeah. All right. So this is a this is a bit of a lengthy story, but this woman is a hero. An Olive Garden waitress called the police on a family acting strangely at dinner, saving the children from their allegedly abusive parents. Jordan Cooper, 21 years old, a waitress at Olive Garden in Paducah, Kentucky, uh, during her Sunday night shift, table of customers, a man, woman, 11 year old girl, and a 20 month old baby gave Cooper a bad feeling. The baby was sitting in a high chair. She said with a blanket over her head. When the blanket came off, her face had black and blue bruises. Oh my God. Cooper also saw the man acting aggressively towards the baby. She said he shoved breadsticks into her mouth and said, you better eat this, and got in her face while she whimpered. The eight-month-old pregnant server told her co-workers, one of whom conspicuously photographed the family while taking a group snapshot for her table. Uh, she said, my colleague zoomed in on the family and asked her customers to text us the photos, and it was a team effort. The man and the baby made two trips to the men's room without a diaper bag. On the third trip, Cooper, this girl, followed them in and said, what are you doing? The man ran out of the bathroom and quickly got the bill, and she said, well, I guess I'm leaving too. So she went outside with the family as they got in their car. She jotted down their license plate number. She said they drove away so fast the mom didn't even strap the baby into the car seat. So she called uh, family services. Yeah, what she happened? She called the police. She posted the co-worker's photo that, that they had taken yeah. um, and and put it on Facebook and said these people came in and, and you know pointed this out and basically was saying, you know, pointing out what what had happened. 
So one of her close friends, a 911 operator, responded and helped send information to the police. That evening, Mark Lee Pierce and Jessica Woodworth were arrested on charges of child abuse and aggravated assault. And they said the home was deplorable and all these, uh, you know, horrible Eight-month-old kid with bruises on his face? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Horrible. No, it was a 20-month-old baby. Oh, 20, okay. the, the waitress was eight months pregnant. Oh, okay. But she... I mean, that's fantastic that yeah. she got involved like that. Horrible and fantastic at the yep. same time. Agreed. Uh, this is a great story, too. It's a little long as well, but this is really, really good. A self-proclaimed nerd from Georgia read the often ignored fine print on an insurance contract and ended up winning $10,000 in the process. Oh, my God. Donalyn Andrews recently bought a travel in, bought some travel insurance from a Florida-based company called Squaremouth. Andrews and six of her closest friends traveling to London together, and the high school teacher wanted to secure the trip. So she said she's nerdy. She always reads the fine print on contracts and also policies and agreements. This time, her diligence paid off. Hidden deep within the text of her square mouth insurance policy was a contest to win $10,000. It had buried instructions for claiming the grand prize in the fine print of, of uh, every 10-leg travel insurance contract. And it read, if you've read this far, then you are one of the very few 10-leg customers to review all their policy documentation. It included an email address and said the first person who replied would win a prize. Uh, it reminded her of an old trick because she was a, a teacher yeah. that she used to do with her students. She said, I used to put questions like midway through an exam saying, if you're reading this, you can skip this question. Uh, so she read on. And her habit of being meticulous had never won her 10000 before, but that's what happened. Squaremouth explained the secretive contest on their website after she won. They wrote, we understand most customers don't actually read contracts or documentation when buying something, but we know the importance of doing so. Uh, we created the Top Secret Pays to Read campaign in an effort to highlight the importance of reading policy documentation from start to finish. How long had it had that contest been up a before good, she won it? A good question. I do not know, Steve. I'm going to read everything now. On top of that, they also, not only they, they give her the ten grand, but they also donated another 10000 to a children's literacy charity and 5000 each to two high schools as part of their Pays to Read campaign. I, I never read those things. No, I never I read either. the agreement. No. Whenever I get software, yeah, 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 whatever. But yeah. you also got to think for $20,000, they just got like, international exposure. Yeah. Yeah, wise it's, investment. Mm-hmm. It's great, and and that's uh, I, I love that they did that. It's really cool. All right, one more story. Maybe you guys saw the video of this. A utility worker should count his blessings after walking away from a near-death experience last month, according to a driver who captured this incident on his dashboard camera. Andrew Wolf was driving west down US 90 when a truck in front of him clipped a utility worker's bucket. Yes. So it's like a cherry picker up yeah. high, and this the hop, the top of this truck hits the bucket, shatters it. The worker had been working on lights standing in the bucket over an open highway lane, and a bus following Wolf's truck just before the bucket fell uh, could have killed this guy. The worker could have fallen directly in front of him if it weren't for the safety harness, which saved him from hitting the road. The bucket shattered, forcing the cars to swerve further out of the way, and he said it spread debris on my truck as well as on the bus. Amazingly, the worker was able to walk away when they lowered the crane. Uh, Wolf said the worker, as well as the driver who struck him, were shaken up after the ordeal. Uh, The worker was taken to a hospital but didn't appear to suffer any major injuries. So those bucket cranes and all those things are are very cool, but when you get up there, when when they're extended at their full height, it's a little wobbly, Mm -hmm. a little nerve-wracking. But it wasn't high enough, and it was hanging over the highway, and, this and he truck, clipped the it. top yeah. of the truck hit it, and it just shattered, and this dude should have been dead, but uh, he had a safety harness on. 
All right, that's what I have for you in the Bizarre File this morning. Why don't we take a break, come back in a moment. We got your chance to win some money with our friends at uh, Metro by T-Mobile. I'll get you the details on that in just a little bit. And uh, we have a few more guests that are going to be joining us, and we'll do that very thing. Welcome another one in our studio. When we return, stay with us this morning. 93.3 WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Weekly Rush, a video highlights compilation gleaned from an entire week's worth of laughs. Available now in the Get Local section of Xfinity On Demand. Uh, so I would like to remind you that we have some money to give away today, too. It's Chance Win Casey's Cash. It's called Catch Casey's Cash Part 2. And uh, we have sent our intern, Adam, uh, to the Metro by T-Mobile location uh, at the Oxford Avenue and Martin Mills Road Shopping Center. It's right there at those uh, two crossroads. I sleep in that parking lot all the time. <laughs> the official address is 6301 Oxford Avenue. Go there between 9 and 10, so you got you know, roughly a half hour to get there. And Adam is going to give you a special code word, and you text that out to 39333 between 9 and 10. We'll grab a random texture. We'll give $500 away. It's a pretty simple deal. And uh, we did it on Wednesday. Had great success. Let's do it again, and let's get you that cash. We'll check in with Adam uh, after 9 when he gets there. Our next guest is in the studio. He's going to be performing at uh, Helium Comedy Club. And we always like meeting new friends, and this is his first visit to our studio, so we're happy to have him. And please welcome Joe Mackey to the show. Thank you. Thank how, you. How are you, sir? That was good. I think that applause could have been a little better. <laughs> All right. Uh, You're not happy with the applause? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. No, we like a man who knows what he wants. <laughs> so we were trying to decide. Actually, we were talking. Were you here before? Have I you thought I was here before? But oh, maybe I, maybe I wasn't. Off then. Yeah. I know. I'm pressing. I didn't know. It would be impossible for you to forget. So maybe I haven't been. <laughs> You're here so before. dynamic. I we thought I remembered. I thought I would have remembered messing up your name. This would have been a big deal for you guys. I'm a good. Uh, I'm a good get. Okay. Because <laughs> I was calling you Joe Machi earlier, and I'm sure you hear that from time to time. M a c h i is how you spell your People last. pretending they don't know how to say my name because I'm so famous. <laughs> uh, get that all the time. Funny guys. They, they want to come off cool, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, welcome, welcome back. back. Yeah. <laughs> now, now we made you cry. Harry Connick, Connick Jr. Is that how it is? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. You're from you're from PA, right? Are you from State College? State or? College, City of Love. There you go. The City yeah. of Love. Yep. Is that what it's called? No. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes cities have nicknames, and I'm not aware of them. Yeah. And you graduated Penn. I did graduate from Penn State. Wow. Sometimes people mistakenly think it's Penn. Yeah. You Penn. Uh, it is not, but I let them continue thinking Pen- that. Sure. Right, Pen- That's an Ivy League school. All right, all right, all right. So cool. And what was your what was your course of study? Media studies. Media. So I a... interned at a radio station. Really? Yep. Very cool. Did you know a guy named Matt Rovine by chance? No, I did. He was a real loser. <laughs> no, I <laughs> yeah, never heard of Matt him. Rovine. Used to be the uh, program director at the radio station at State College, and he used to work in our sales department as well. So that's the only I reason I brought that. it up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Huh. Okay. <laughs> God. I didn't mean to call your friend a loser. <laughs> no, no, no. He is. He's total loser. <laughs> nice. okay. Why yeah. are all these people here? They're here to see you. Oh, uh, this thank is you, your... everybody. I sorry, I made that crack about the applause earlier. That was that's one on me. <laughs> no, we have uh, we have uh, people come and hang out and spend some time. A lot of time they they win uh, a chance to be here through charity events and so forth. So, uh, oh, cool. Well, you guys have to be out working to to make money to buy those Phillies tickets to pay. Yeah, that Bryce Harper. Yeah, yes, he's going to hit two. He's going to hit 250 for you this year. <laughs> if we're lucky. If you're lucky. He's going to use 249 last year. It's going to be 250. Wow. It'll be year. well worth it then. Yeah, you're going to really reap the benefits of right. that. We're headed to uh we're headed to spring training uh a week from today. We're going down to Florida, Clearwater to broadcast. Oh, nice. be pretty cool, yeah. 
I'm jealous. Really? Are, are you you a huge baseball fan? I am. A ba- uh, I'm a pretty big baseball fan, but uh, I root for uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Go Pirates! <laughs> really? Yeah, uh, we're we're. I mean, I don't know where that threshold is for Pittsburgh and Philadelphia fans. It's usually to, to me, it seems like I think Harrisburgish. Harrisburg is probably the the line of delineation, right? Yeah, uh, State College. It's uh, when the, when the Eagles play the Steelers. It's there's a lot of fist fights. Yeah, and and most of them I've won. <laughs> You're so a brawler, step off Eagles fans. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because you go to a. I've been to a few Penn State games, and everybody in the at Beaver Stadium is a Penn State fan, obviously. Uh, but then you ask them what NFL teams they're rooting for, and then you get delineation right down the middle. Although I think there's probably more Steelers fans than Eagles fans in the central part of the state. Yeah, but probably because of our six Super Bowls. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Okay, the audience is really quiet right now. Yeah, you, you, the yeah. you know how to ingratiate yourself to the crowd. Yeah, that's very cool. Two shows tonight, two tomorrow. <laughs> It'll be that. How, how you folks doing? Uh, uh, <laughs> nice. Um, uh, so we, uh, I, I don't know if you brought up the last time, but you were on Last Comic Standing, uh, which a lot of uh, the comedians who are now currently uh, going through the circuit were on. You came in fourth place. Uh, now, uh, do you is there, do you still get heat off of uh, Last Comic Standing? I mean, because that show, oddly enough, I, I'm not a big fan of contest shows, but I go vastly back and forth on it. Sometimes I thought, okay, this is actually a good platform for comedians, and then other times I would think this is not a good platform for up and coming comedians. It's weird to have competitive laughing yes contests, <laughs> right? But it does get eyeballs on you, which is the most important thing, especially the way media is fragmented. And people, um, some people thought I should have won, and I don't criticize the judges for being right the first 96 times. Because comedy comedy is so subjective, though. Right, right. So I think when you're the lovable loser, people become passionate about that. Cool. I guess guess, uh, you Philadelphia sports fans know what I'm talking (laughs) about. (laughs) Boom. Boom. Who won that season, by the way? Uh, Rodman. Oh, did he really? Mm -hmm. Okay, we had him in studio. He likes to talk with his hands a lot. Yeah? Yeah. I, it's 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 like he has like a, a hand puppet on at all times. <laughs> okay, that's just kind of how he. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, now you have you. Uh, I was watching some of your stuff, and you brought up something. And you seem to believe you have a very high pitched voice. Uh, I do not. You. It seems like it's gotten deeper. It, I, yes, yeah. I, I think because we've had people. We had a, an intern who had a legitimately high pitched voice. And uh, but uh, you say you you occasionally catch crap from this, correct? Oh yeah, uh, I used to sound much more like Neil Sedaka, but as I've gotten older, it just <laughs> you, uh, I'm getting more like Tom Petty. Your yeah. your everything about your voice reminds me of something, someone, a character from an '80s movie, and I can't put my finger on it. I will have it by the end of this. John McClane, Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> Maverick Top Gun. <laughs> yep. Actually, that's actually closer. But uh, you don't have you have a McLean sort of John McLean Die Hard. <laughs> Come out to the coast. We'll have a few laughs. <laughs> wow. All the time, guys. No, it's you, know, you know who he sounds like um, uh, on the Goldbergs? Adam Goldberg. He sounds like the. Kid. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yep. He sounds a little yeah. bit like him. But I know there's a movie, and I'll get it before this is over with. Or people can text him what they think it is right now, and we'll take a look at that. So uh, when you were developing your stand-up style, were you were, did you feel that your voice was a hindrance? Did you did you try to do exercises to modify it? No, anything different is good. Yeah. yeah. Um. Just I was just talking uh, in the car ride over here about how that uh, Bradley Cooper Lady Gaga movie, a Star, the Star is Born. Born. Yeah. That's the fifth time 
they've made that movie. Right. So anything different is good these days. As long as you stand out more, it's a little better. Um, if people find you memorable, apparently yeah. no one on this show did. Uh, <laughs> if I've been here before. There was absolutely no impression made, and we're yeah, sorry yeah, for that. Just, uh... And well, you, I... you were probably doing all your good anti-Philly sports material. No, I've got a couple hours on anti-Philly sports material. Uh, but no, so yeah. But uh, do, you, do you guys have a jail on the radio station here? I don't. I don't know. Just like like uh, the stadium. Do we? Does our current stadium have a jail? Uh, yeah, well, I've does. been I've been there, Steve. I've been escorted down to, and, and I've met with you, the judge. But it, it, that was yeah, that was at the link. That was not at the vet. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was the fourth and twenty-six game. Oh, uh, then we do have one. We do have a jail. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I wanted to ask you because we he, we have Big J on the show all the time. He's a big f- uh, friend of the show, and he gave you some very salient advice about bombing and uh, getting along in comedy. What did he tell you? Because I think it's very good advice. He said you shouldn't kill all the time. You should bomb sometimes because some crowds shouldn't get you because they're so stupid. Um, <laughs> that no, sounds like a, he didn't say that. Like a, he said, a big <laughs> thing. I, I, I kind of paraphrased, but he meant that uh, if you kill all the time, you're too broad and you're a hack, right? Uh, and that I, I took that to heart. Although I won't be bombing tonight and Saturday at Helium, two okay. shows each night. No, no. But I I will uh, occasionally have a crowd that I don't know how to put this gently. I'm very smart. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and and I I'm trying to say that very humbly, but. A lot of people just can't keep up. It's just tough to be. You guys are like ants to me. Uh, <laughs> wow, <laughs> just insignificant creatures. Oh. Wow, this is this is this interview is a PR nightmare yeah. for me. Uh, just honestly, I think I think I think this is going to mark a huge career jump for you. The helium reps are banging on the door right now. I mean, I am shivering in my pink halter top, which I am wearing. As long as we're good in this direction, uh, and and you're throwing caution to the wind. You mentioned hack comedians. Uh, why not name a few? Sam Morrill. Uh, you do a podcast with Sam. That's not true. You don't think he's a, a I hack. try to take his, his fans of hack comedy and, and bring them in to good comedy. Okay. The smart comedy. Yeah. So yeah. You're sort of rehabbing his, his I'm hack fans. I'm trying to help make the world a better place. A lot of people uh, talk the talk. Yeah. And I do that. Okay. I don't walk the walk, though. You, don't, <laughs> you just talk the talk. That, hey, let other people do the walking, yeah. okay? I'm, a, I'm the talent. Are you, I'm are a you, genius. Are you a physical guy at all? We, so you said about sports. I think you, you can look at my pink halter top and answer that question <laughs> for yourself. Yes, uh, I am a physical guy. I look great. great. Do, you, do you do any, do you play any sports? Do you do any, uh, you know? I play some slow-pitch softball. Slow-pitch slow softball. Again. Yeah. Um, Never strike out? Yeah. Oh, I have, uh, I have struck out a few times. Uh, it's the worst. It is embarrassing. Oh, it's slow-pitch striking out is yeah. the worst. It takes so long for the ball to get there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know that sport that high school girls play? They slowed it way down for us. <laughs> the problem with slow pitch softball is that the second the pitch leaves the pitcher's hand, every single time it looks like a good pitch. And it's not until when it gets halfway there where you're like, oh, wait, this this is probably not a pitch I should swing at, but I've already committed. No, yeah. And then you commit to it. The ones who know how to do it can sort of you know plop it right off the plate just enough to throw you off. Now, I, years ago, dated a uh, saw in college a girl who was the – Fast pitch, underhand, 
unbelievably fast softball pitches that were just incredible. I, I could never get a hit off her. It was oh, just no, great. that's scary how yeah. fast they throw that ball. And they can put a <laughs> curve on it yeah. that's just incredible. So we had, uh, I played softball for a while with uh, with friends of mine, and it, you know, basically bar league um, softball, but we had a rule that if you did strike out, you had to buy beer for the next game uh, for, for the whole team. And that was like another, you know, other than just being completely embarrassed at, at you know, striking out at softball, right. that was another sort of uh, reason to not strike out. Uh, so do you, besides that, that's all you, no golf, no nothing? Because a lot of times comedians, when they're on tour or uh, uh, doing the circuit, they end up playing golf or something just to kill time. Yeah, what do you do to kill like time? I don't have Rich Voss money yet, but I'm going to no, get Rich. that level. <laughs> Rich Voss. Well, yes, Rich Voss is he a good golfer. Golf yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I see Alice Cooper out there. I'm like, that guy, that's for millionaires, that sport. <laughs> golf is? Yeah. <laughs> for millionaire <laughs> rock stars. <laughs> well, Preston plays it. I do. I'm not a millionaire rock star, <laughs> but I do have a list of people that you sound like according to our texters. Would you like to hear these? Let's, let's hear them. Right. Let's hear them. I'll, I'll tell them if they're right or wrong. Uh, a lot of people are saying Jay Baruchel. Jay Baruchel is a good one. You familiar with Jay Baruchel? No idea. The actor? Nope. Do you ever see How to Train Your Dragon? No. Okay. You ever see wow. the, This is the End? No, did I don't watch many s- movies. Did okay. you ever see uh, She's Out of My League? No, I couldn't relate to that, obviously. Okay. <laughs> uh, Who would ever be out of my league? Just, it seems like a false premise. Some are saying you're the annoying-sounding kid from Polar Express. No, that kid's like this. He's a little bit like that. I've got an annoying-sounding kid a lot. Okay. <laughs> uh, Wyatt from the movie Weird Science. Oh, okay. yes. I can see that. Okay. That's actually a good one. All right. Yeah. Uh, Joe Pesci in Lethal Weapon. Leo Getz. Yeah. Remember Leo Getz? I was hoping Joe Pesci from Casino. Uh, here's a really obscure one, Steve. You'll know this. Uh, from the movie Fright Night. Yes. Remember the character the named kid, Evil? The, yeah, the, the the loony friend. Yeah, the kid named Evil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you do sound like him. And uh, somebody says Bradley Whitford as who's, well. Who's Bradley Whitford? So in the Revenge, Revenge of the Nerds? Oh, okay. Those the movies were a little Revenge before me, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, but it's, uh, some, but of the, some of the people on my slow-pitch softball team know it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Your slow-pitch softball team. Yeah. Uh, are, you, uh, are you single, or do you, are you in a relationship? I'm in a relationship. Okay. Tell us about that. I, she hates it when I talk about her publicly, so you guys are really Uh-oh. Digging, digging me a grave here, in for guys. A treat, yeah. is, but uh, what, what, what would you like to know? Well, hang on a second. Let me back up. She doesn't like it when you talk about her publicly. Isn't part of you being a stand-up comedian talking about your life and, and maybe adding little bits about your relationships in there as well? I well, would think so. Well, I don't really do a whole lot of stuff about relationships. No. Uh, but you are right that uh, stand-up is it's supposed to be our perspective on things. Not necessarily my biography. Uh, so I, I try to bring the pain. I like to hold a mirror up to society. And sometimes people can't deal with it. Okay. A lot of Philadelphia sports fans couldn't last night. <laughs> <laughs> you know oh, what I'm talking night? about, right, Bob? <laughs> um, so really, did you, you got a hard time uh, at your show last night? Uh, no, no, they were they were cool with it. I I just I made them so happy for the first 45 minutes, and then I started talking about the Eagles. Uh-huh. Things went south for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know, hey, we're, they're going we're... south right now. I got news for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't really seem to care. Yeah. No, nah. no. I think you guys should sign Antonio Brown. He's a great, great guy in the locker room. Did he just get traded, <laughs> or was that uh, rumors that I heard he was getting traded to the Bills? Oh, I don't know if they finalized. It. I didn't look at the sports news last night. I was uh, destroying my set at Helium Comedy Club. <laughs> Very humbly. So, 
You, sometimes you got to get up on that wire. You, you guys are never going to have it. me back, are you? No, no. Yeah, we didn't even remember the first time yeah, we had you. That's right. Yeah. So you, 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 it, it'll be great. We won't even remember the first two times, so we'll go into this yes. yeah. blissfully ignorant. forget about this time. Yeah, you'll yeah. be back. Yeah. And then I'll we'll be, be back blissfully next ignorant of the third time. We'll just keep this habit up. And thanks for Jimmy John's. Those subs were delicious. Yes. Actually, it was uh, Jersey Mike's. You screwed that Shoot. up. Shoot. Start over. Clients. Well, I can... Wow. It's like it's like new. Like it never happened. It's like putting a band-aid on an open wound. I, I honestly I can't tell if I like you or not. <laughs> well, lots of people don't. Yeah. Uh, I think I kinda do though. You're growing on me. <laughs> Usually, the more t- p- time people spend around me, yeah. the harder it gets. For them. You know that episode? Did you, uh, did you ever watch Seinfeld? You said you didn't watch. It, I did watch Seinfeld. The, yeah. There's that episode where uh, Costanza uh, just sort of pops his head back in the door and he goes, "Costanza." Costanza. Yeah, and, and you just you, you, you're an earworm. <laughs> so that I mean that in a nice way. I need a wacky catchphrase like yeah. "By Menon." <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a good one, and it was very effective for them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that lasted like a decade or two. So, do you, uh, all right, here's a question for you. As far as uh, you said, you don't see movies much, but how about things like the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Are you into that? You seem like you might be. I started out being into it, but those movies really, I know they're making them for the international market, but you can't have a 15 minute fight scene where it's impossible for anyone to get hurt and keep me interested. I in know it. what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, they're, and they're, they're 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 talking like we talk at work. Yeah, they're like, oh boy, you're really doing good at the fighting, and it just it just seems so unnatural, and it goes on forever. And what movie in particular was that? With the you're, you're really, really doing good. good at the fighting life. I I was paraphrasing, oh. obviously. Iron Man Three. Is this a gotcha? Is this gotcha journalism that you guys practice here on Preston and Steve in the mornings? Well, it's not like you extended an olive branch early in with the the decimation of the why sports. Scene. Why are you being so combative? No, we're not. Seems like someone is. I don't know, uh, Bob. <laughs> I'll agree with you at one point because there was an awesome fight scene between Iron Man and and Hulk in uh, Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Yes. And at one point, Iron Man knocks Hulk's tooth out, right? And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, why was it that punch that knocked his tooth out? He, he threw him through a building and and nothing happened to the guy and then one punch and then a tooth comes out and now and now Hulk is mad. I would yeah. say yeah. I would say maybe you can agree with this, uh, Joe, is that you have to suspend a little bit of reality when you go to see these things. No. So you <laughs> I want it to be real. You want and, it to be and I'm the same kind of guy. I'm like, why are Hulk's bones strong enough to survive the building but not his teeth? Right. His <laughs> teeth aren't strong enough? That's just stupid. I know. I know. Uh, I know. And how, mean. like, yeah, I, at least his... I mean, shouldn't he be naked the whole time? Well, but the pants thing has been the the, the classic uh, question in (laughs) comic books. How come his pants managed to survive that huge growth spurt he undergoes? If they were lycra? (laughs) (laughs) They would still rip, wouldn't they? Probably. Yeah. I don't wear much lycra. (laughs) Except for for this morning. (laughs) Along with my pink halter top. (laughs) You were just on quick question pertaining to a show that we love. With uh, David Tell and um, uh, Jeff Ross bumping mics. Bumping mics, yeah. That's a great show. Uh, it's a great show. Do, I hope they do another season. Yeah. It, well, what is the dynamic like when you do that? Because it's, it's so much of it, it seems to be obviously improvisational while you're there. Uh, how, how long do you re, uh, uh, record a session or tape a session before they're done? Do, do they do a couple of sessions 
Or are you just one performance? It's a real meeting of the minds. They like to pick my brains, the comedy legends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but um, it ended up that I was doing the, the the feature spot before the tapings on the Sunday, which was the last show. They did uh, Thursday, Friday, Sunday, a couple shows each night. And I did the feature spot just to do stand-up to warm up the crowd a little bit. Uh, that's pretty cool. And then I had a couple of beers. And then they, uh, <laughs> they called me back up on stage. And, of course, I knocked it out of the park. I of mean, course. I'm a, I can handle the pressure. Dave's Dave's looking at me kind of skeptically over there. That's okay. That's it. Yeah. So that's that's all that happens. They they don't they don't do a whole lot of takes. They just uh, the whole show is start to finish funny, and then they cut it down to three episodes. But it's pretty much what you see is what you get there. They don't have to edit. I think the comedians seem to really love doing that show because it's just. Uh, I mean, first off, Atel is one of the absolute best. Yeah. But he seems very nurturing for other comedians. Yeah, he is a a fan of. Of jokes. Yeah, He yeah. just loves jokes. He has uh, no ego. Um, also, uh, it was just a clinic in joke writing because so many comedians now, it's it's preachy. They're telling yeah. you they want to be right instead of be funny. And uh, every time those guys got serious, it became silly again. Yeah. It was just really refreshing. Uh, you'll see more of that tonight and tomorrow in Gilliam <laughs> in Philadelphia. Yeah. Just probably the... a little better than they did it, but, you know, yeah. you know still watch them. Still yeah. watch Bumping Mice. There you go. Yeah. All right. By the way, somebody nailed it, and I know this is exactly what I was thinking of as far as your voice goes. And you won't—you probably wouldn't remember this if you're not a big movie fan. But uh, Summer School in that movie, Mark Harmon. Oh yeah, uh, the the really nerdy guy that would uh, that would uh, laugh until he threw up. <laughs> yeah, that's you. Damn that is, it, that is absolutely you, one hundred percent. It's weird that you say that because I get sexiest man alive a lot, which <laughs> yeah. was a Mark. You Hitler get Harmon Selva. Yeah. Yeah. You get oh, that a lot. Yeah, it's a good band. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good yeah. giant. Yeah. Nice. Even on the way in here, uh, a lot of the staff. Yeah, it's just blown away. Just you know, just, I'm just like, hi, how are you? And they're like, sexiest man alive. I'm like, kind of a non sequitur. Here, here, Preston, Steve. Yeah. But my fault. I wore the pink halter top. Understood. That makes you even that much more sexy. I would imagine. Well, as you've mentioned on a number of occasions uh, during this interview, that you will be at Helium Comedy Club. I, I have, have and, I? Uh, yeah, you well, have. I did mention that. And you will be there tonight, seven thirty and ten. Same thing tomorrow. Yep. Okay. All right. You can go to heliumcomedy.com and uh, get your tickets. So come and see Joe. Big fan of the Philadelphia Eagles. Where <laughs> <laughs> your Eagles A G L E S. I spelled Eagles. Yes, he did. <laughs> All right, Joe Mackey, thank you for being here. Yeah. Here in Comedy Club. Thank we'll, you. We'll take a break. Be right back. And we will have the legendary Jack Maury. Yeah. Maury's, Maury's Pier actually here in our studio. We'll be Very back cool. Stay with us. This 93.3 WMMR audio on demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Hey, it's Preston. Listen, I'd like to thank Jack Frost Mountain for sponsoring today's podcast. We are headed back to Jack Frost on Friday, March 1st for our 13th annual Preston and Steve Cardboard Classic from WMMR and JFBB, where the snow comes first. If you love paying for shipping, you're going to hate Steven Singer. Always with fast and free shipping, visit Steven Singer Jewelers online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. Steven Singer Jewelers, one place, one price. Taking time for yourself isn't selfish, it's self-care. Schedule a massage or facial at your local Hand & Stone Massage and Facial Spa with a relaxing massage or refreshing facial for just $59.95 for first-time guests. Visit one of their 50 area locations or handandstone.com. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
It is officially 9 o'clock, and that means that this particular promotion is underway and a chance for you to win some cash uh, through our friends at Metro by T-Mobile. It's called Catch Casey's Cash. And so we have sent a representative of the President Steve Show to this particular location, which is at Oxford Avenue and Martins Mill Road. Uh, so let's go to our intern, Adam, who's on the line. Hey, Adam, are you there, sir? Yeah, how's it going, Preston? Good, man. It's going really well. All right, so we're going to send our listeners to stop by between now and 10 a.m., and I believe you, Adam, have a special keyword there available for people who come in? Yeah, no, that I do. And not only do I have a keyword, I have a bunch of NMR swag to give out, different prizes. We have CDs, DVDs. And, you know, the, the fact that the moment that you guys came back on air is the moment the line started forming. Okay. Excellent. Good. Right. So people nice. are taking our advice, heading on over, because there's a, obviously, you, you know, you're heading over. You have to be there to get the word. Yep. You're not competing yeah, against everyone who's listening. It sort of refines your odds. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you have an hour to get it. All right. Perfect. Adam, just want to make sure you were there and set to go with everything. So uh, if we have a chance, we'll check in. If not, we'll just make sure we mention to everybody. So uh, take care of everybody there. All right, bud. Will do, Preston. All right. Thanks. All right. So said hi too. You yes. got it, man. All right. So Adam is there, and once again, the location sixty three hundred one Oxford Avenue. And you have between now and 10 a.m. to stop by, get that special secret word, text it to three nine three three three, and you'll be in the small pool of people who we're going to draw a name from and give away $500 to. So thank you to uh, Metro by T-Mobile for getting that going. All right, so last year was MMR's 50th anniversary. Very, very big deal. Yep. Um, and we spent the entire year uh, just reliving moments of the uh, of the radio station throughout its history. It was Over a lo- decade. It was a lot of fun. Another place celebrating a 50th anniversary this year. It's fantastic. I... Don't go to the shore that often, and even I am well aware <laughs> yeah. of this particular place. And we have the namesake here. Of course, we're talking about Maury's Pier. Ladies and gentlemen, from <laughs> Maury's Pier, Mr. Jack Maury. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Jack. Hey, guys. Thanks Hi. for having me in. You bet, man. Thanks for being here. You are... You're really famous, aren't you? <laughs> well, you know, I listen to you guys on the way up, and I think I don't compare. Uh, uh, stop it. Very no, kind. I mean, honestly, think, think of the people, the childhoods, the, the lifetime that people have spent in and around Wildwood or wherever it may be down the shore, and they end up at Maury's Pier. That's a, that's a big part of, of growing up, you know, coming down there. It's got to feel pretty special. Well, you know, it really does. Um, yeah. It is, uh, as you know, it's pretty hard to be around for 50 years, particularly yeah. as a, uh, particularly, well, it's, it's hard for any business to be around 50 years, but uh, but a family business, um, that's sort of mission impossible. So your dad started it? Uh, father and his brother started it in 1969. Father's okay, in 1969. Uh, how old were you at the time? You are just a kid? <laughs> I was nine years old. You're nine, nine years, years old. old. Yeah, I, right, thought so... everyone, I thought everyone had a roller coaster. That was going to be my question. <laughs> yeah. What was that like as a nine-year-old kid? <laughs> hey. It was pretty cool. Actually, I got uh, my start selling balloons. And, okay. Uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't very good at it. And uh, that guy threw a cigarette at me one time. What? A bastard. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm still not over, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I went running up to the office. I was crying. It was terrible. So I don't do balloons anymore. No. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but you were scarred for balloons. I do roller coasters now. Okay. You were born. You were born here and spent a lot of time down in in, uh, in Fort Lauderdale. Is that the deal? Or uh, Florida? Yeah, yeah. My dad was a builder, and uh, he, uh, my mom used to say he had cold hands, and so they built a hotel that uh, finally gave him for the first time some financial stability. Right. And they moved to Florida, took me with them. Thank God. And uh, so you so go back, you go back and forth, back and forth all the time. Yeah. And and so and I I saw a term, and I didn't quite. Uh, maybe I'm missing something, but uh, it was described as a, a doo-wop hotel. Is that correct? Does that 
What uh, does that mean, or yeah, is that just a uh... sure? There's names. There's there's sort of coined names for uh, '50s architecture. There's, right. There's Googie. There's Populux, and there's and there's Duop. And these are basically these sort of happy-go-lucky uh, buildings that were tended to be built all in the '50s and '60s. And my dad was uh, one of the pioneers um, and uh, helped land them in the uh, amusement hall of fame. Well, oh, so what distinguishes cool. a Duop a Duop uh, structure? What what, what it's just um, kidney just... shaped pools, uh, thin balconies, uh, small. Columns uh, with cantilevers. Okay. Uh, big signage, neon. neon. So I used to see that all the time. It was, it was quite. It was. It was a sort of a common architecture, right? It was pretty ordinary growing up. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why. But now, like you go down to you know any of the Jersey Beach areas, and, and Wildwood is is the only one that has that whole neon thing going on. In fact, the Wawa down there is is a you know in, in a doo-wop style. I love and, that look. I, yeah. lo- I love that it is. It has such a now a a, a cool retro look to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, you know, the city's been really good with this thing. You know, it's not. It, it's not really preservation because preservation can be a little stodgy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, how do you inspire people to sort of, sort of, you know, sort of think back? And it could be, it could be boring for some, but I, I just think it's great. While it's a little bit of a sort of, a, it's sort of anything goes. Although, like I say, listening to your show, um, I think anything goes a little more here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. As a matter of fact, I got this. Uh, what you got? I got this pooper scooper. Ah, oh, you guys clean up your act around here. Yeah, right? <laughs> Actually, yeah, yeah. We, we could use that's that. That's a celebration of our dog park. Wildwood hasn't gone to the dogs, but it is for the dogs. It's <laughs> a little one-handed pooper scooper. <laughs> that's great. Legitimately, that little, awesome. like a little claw feature on it. That's crazy. <laughs> Bring your um, dog down to the beach and uh, put him in the ocean. Bring him to our dog park and okay. and our pig dog beach bar. Hey, Jack, what was um, what were the first big rides uh, when the pier opened 50 years ago? Do you remember? Uh, it was just one. It was a giant slide. Okay. Uh, looking back now, it's not that giant. It seemed yeah. pretty giant at the time. Yeah. Uh, they saw it in a parking lot in Florida and said, hey, I think this would work. No kidding. Yeah. So they started with the one ride and then just slowly started to collect these other things as the years went on? Or was it year number two? We need to add something else, you know? Uh, well, it was always add things. And in this business, uh, I don't care if you're Universal, Disney, or little old Maurice Pierce. Yeah. Um, it's all about what's next. People don't want to know what's old. They want to know what's new. What's and that's, yeah. that's got, you've got to have a little bit of insight. You just have to have a little bit of a gift to see what's going to break big. And, and just even like with roller coasters, and I was looking at some of the costs of like the big you know, the, the big uh, Six Flags places and all that stuff. J- just to, like in your setups, you're, you, everything is very competitive. It's it's very, um, you know, uh, fun. Obviously, people enjoy it. It's expensive stuff to get a roller coaster up and running. I think just to, uh, I was reading the cost of just like retracking one of your uh, uh, coasters is like millions of dollars, right? Yeah, we tracked the uh, we tracked the uh, nor'easter sort of new contemporary bending machines came from uh, <clears throat> came from Holland. That was uh, that was about five million bucks. Five million bucks. So you always have to <laughs> you have to spend money to make money. Is the old adage. Yeah, our CFO is not that crazy about that. But, um, <laughs> he's getting over it. He's yeah. a good guy. He's a good guy. Joe, I love you, baby. Yeah. What are yeah. your uh, What are your biggest operational costs? Uh, well, maintenance and labor. Yeah. Yeah. They're both like number one. I mean, they're both number one. So and we got, you know, we've got a, we got a year round staff, about 125 people, uh, about 70 of those are, uh, are maintenance people. Uh, you know, it's, it's year round. The minute we close, they tear, they tear things down. And, and this time of year, uh, what, what's going on? Cause you, obviously you're getting ready for the summer, but is it, uh, you know, is it just, um, prepping new rides or what do you guys do in February and March before the summer rush? Uh, there's usually two cycles. So maintenance starts right away. Um, and maintenance really means um, sort of scheduled tearing down of trains, rebuilding of trains, NDT, non-destructive testing. 
uh, painting of various things and so forth. And then we also have a parallel construction cycle. So right now we're under uh, construction on a brand new roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is our gift to everyone for being so loyal for all these years. It's awesome. And uh, it's called the Runaway. Uh, it's called the Runaway Tramp. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. It's a family coaster, so we're talking, you know, adults and kids are going to be able to to ride this. I don't know if you know what the 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 minimum height to ride this thing would be. Is it 48? Is it? Do you, do you have any ideas? You think I'd know the question? <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll find out soon enough. It's, 40, it's 48. It might be 46 inches, uh, but that's a pretty small kid. So. And, and then the cars so, look like classic tram cars. They do. Yeah, that they is do. that's very cool. Yeah. Is there a recorded voice saying, "Watch the tram car, please"? Uh, there is not only a recorded voice. There's a new rap recorded voice. Oh, uh, okay. By uh, our friend named Picasso. Okay. And uh, it's going to be great. You got to hear nice. this. You got to hear this. I so, can't do it right now. But yeah. it's, 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 okay. It's, so so with, with you have, obviously, you're working year-round, but in the height of the season, you must skip up many hundreds of employees. I mean, you might, what, what, what are you, like 1,600, 1,700 people when, when everything's up and running for the season? Yep. It takes that much to run the place. Yep. And what, what are the pros and cons of having something that's so um, firmly rooted in a seasonal, mm. you know, seasonal activities? Can you ask another question? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because you, you are, I mean, and we see it all the time because we deal a lot of, with a lot of businesses. For example, something that comes to mind immediately is we have a lot of the, the haunted attractions that come around October. Mm-hmm. Weather is such a do or die thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, listen, we, we look at sort of the pros and cons and yeah. look at the, um, <clears throat> and look at the uh, uh, I don't know, what's that fancy accounting word? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, threats, threats and weaknesses. No. Yeah. You know, we try not to spend too much look at the threats, but, you know, from recruiting, which is, you know, to get 1,500 seasonal kids yeah. uh, is uh, can be really difficult. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, about two-thirds of them are from, uh, from the United States, uh, but the other third comes from 30 different countries. Wow. Um, so there's this massive year-round uh, recruiting effort. Uh, obviously, we're afraid of you know the, the threat of seasonal businesses and, mm-hmm. and storms is uh, is is always there. We've had you know we've had hurricanes, we've had uh, all sorts of bad stuff happen. So with that, with that many, it, it it's pretty easy to go over and maybe get a summertime job uh, uh, if you need to. You know, I got some applications. That's here. cool. Uh, <laughs> I know some people that uh, can help you out. If this uh, radio doesn't pan out, we can yeah. check into that, Preston. Yeah, I could do balloons. I've always <laughs> wanted to have cigarette butts. Get cigarette butts. <laughs> I I gotta say, you know, I, I'm. Fairly new to Wildwood. I've been going there for uh, the past five or six years, and I'm I'm all in. I, I love it. There, there's so much to love about the Wildwoods. Uh, I will say, and and one of the great things is is every Friday night, weather permitting, obviously, uh, there's, there's a fireworks show, a free fireworks show that goes on in between uh, Surfside Pier and. Um, uh, Mariners. The Mariners. Right. And and that is awesome. What I have done and what I usually do once a summer is I, I time it out where I get on the giant Ferris wheel as the fireworks are about to start, which is crazy. And it's so much fun. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Maybe you can get your buddy uh, Preston to go down there. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah. 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 Hey, listen, Wildwood is, uh, I like to say Wildwood is not for everybody, right? I mean, there's no, you know, it's, it's, there's no hiding that. Um, but I also like to say it is for everybody. Yeah. Okay. Uh, once you once you sample and get down there and start to enjoy it, you're going to be uh, a return customer. Yeah. It is a non pretentious place, and uh, and it doesn't have to be for everybody. But 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 darn it, we are for for uh, for anybody. And on that note, <clears throat> I brought you guys a gift. Why? Oh, what do we have besides the pooper scooper? You had us a pooper scooper. Yeah. yeah. It's a big deal. Uh, so these are roller coaster wheels. I got one for you, uh, Preston. Oh, that is wow. so cool. There you go. Oh, my God. 
That's awesome. That's from the new coaster. And uh, there's one for here. you, Steve. Wow. Sorry, Casey. Casey and I just found our neighbors now yeah. down the shore. Yeah. So, so, so I, the, I, hang on a second. Let yeah. me describe. If you don't know what a roller coaster wheel is, it's quite literally the thing that sits on the rail of the cart of the roller coaster yeah. and rolls around. And Jack pulled one of these off, a couple of these off, and has autographed them and wrote Gadzooks on it to Preston. That's so awesome. Now, are you going to replace those wheels? (laughs) (laughs) So, I want to bring this up because my wife sent this to me uh, just a couple of days ago, but Eldecor.com ranked the top 10 beaches in all of the United States. Okay? And uh, number... And this is all of the United States. I I don't know if it includes uh, Hawaii, but um, but number number four. Okay. Diamond Crest, Wildwood Crest, New Jersey. Wow. And and I I agree. I agree. I think uh, the the beaches of Wildwood um, at first, you know, they're they're so big and so vast. It's a little bit daunting, but... um, it is just I love it. I I can't get enough of it. So well, there's so there much. There you go, America. The, there you go, America. <laughs> the list of things here. Now you have the water parks, the resorts. It says um, uh, three active amusement parks, two water parks, four hotels. Um, but we hear, and I don't know if this is true. There is a a dream project to connect piers with a roller coaster. Is that something that is that a, a is that a? Ooh. I have no idea what you're talking. About. Okay, because that that it was written that you that potentially you'd like to connect. Never Two pairs of roller coaster. Okay. Nah, never so what is your dream Holy Grail, <laughs> Holy Grail project? That's a pretty cool idea. My favorite yeah. project is, uh, it's always the next one. Always, yeah. the, next always one. the next one. Yeah. So we're, yeah, we got this roller coaster going in and out. And um, uh, we're actually planning another one after that. We're working on a big water slide attraction. Usually you've got to plan these things a few years in advance. Does, does something have to come down to put something like that up? Because, I mean, you're running yep. out of room on yeah, the pier. Space. Yeah, you know? well, you know, it depends this year for sure. If you look at the pier now, um, it's, I don't know if this is politically correct, but it's like Satan checked into our pier for the winter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just just it's just it's stuff everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I got an idea. Do. Instead yeah. of connecting the piers with a roller coaster, what about a zip line? <laughs> zip line that connects. You guys are definitely in the wrong business. <laughs> yes. Come on, man. Come on down. Come a zip on. line or a slide or something like that well, I mean, would be yeah. really, really neat. As you pointed out, Jackie, you have to stay. You have to stay competitive. You know, you have to. You have to see what's what's going to be the next big thing, and kind of because it does take years to get these things built, you kind of have to just take a gamble and, and think what's going to be popular. Well, it, you know, it's interesting because you cannot listen. We do some surveys, and you know, we're always sort of doing surveys on value and what do people want and so forth. But the truth is, the best things that are invented, you know, people don't always know what they want. Right? So, yeah, we go to Disney, and Universal, we travel the you know, world and other theme parks and find stuff. Um, you know, but the planning cycle is a long, it, it, it takes a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but you know, what do you build? Sometimes you can only plan the beginning. Right, right. What is the oldest ride that is still uh, operating today? Uh, it was the giant slide. We took that down to build uh, to build something else. The original, uh, the, the original that was, that was 19, we had that for we had that for geez for forty years, forty five wow. years. forty five years. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Wow. but unfortunately, we took that down. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'm not really sure. So okay. It's probably a, probably a smaller kitty ride. Well, you know, I mean, there's there's a lot of great rides and things stick around for a long time like that. But what's what's one just fun because we're hearing all the pros. But what's one that uh, that would say eh, that didn't quite work so well? We're going to get rid of that, or has everything always just been found its audience? Yeah, that was the canyon trip. That the was canyon disaster. trip? That was a disaster. <laughs> it was a disaster. <laughs> what was it? You know the funny thing about rides? So, yeah. I, you know, I, I guess I, you can talk about anything on this show, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. So if you want a good pair of shoes, what country do you go? Italy. 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 Yeah. Beautiful, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, they last a little bit, but, you yeah. know, if you want a, uh, if you want, like, real intense engineering, something that's going to last forever, what Germany. country do you go? Germany. You go to Germany. Yeah. 
If you want a really crappy ride, where do you go? Wildwood? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. I thought you were going to say, uh, I don't know. Who makes lousy rides? China. 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 Okay. Oh, boy. Uh, so rides are just like that. So my, the point is that, you know, when you're sort of shopping for rides, and if you haven't done that, I highly recommend it. Yeah. Uh, you're shopping for rides. Um, you know, there's you know, always price sensitive, you know, price and value and so sure. forth. Yeah. And you buy the cheapest thing, chances are it didn't come from Germany. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, and, and so you found out the hard way that it wasn't. So was that yeah, you get what you pay for. Was that a roller coaster? Uh, that was not a roller coaster. What was it? Uh, we've had good success with all of our roller coasters. Yeah. That was a... Uh, I, we don't know what it was. I, we did this kind of thing. <laughs> Some Chinese thing. Um, so what... what is it, I, I tend to think that the old standards you know, done in different ways seem yeah. to be the things that people just always gravitate to. You're never going to go wrong with the good roller coaster, mm-hmm. right? You're never going to go wrong with just some of the classics. And, roller coasters, and- you know, it's, it's interesting. Roller coasters have been around for over 100 years. Yeah. They are still by far the most popular attraction. Okay. Uh, by far. And uh, so we're trying to do probably five in the next 10 years. Okay. Wow. All right. how, how about midway games? What What is uh, your, your best bang for your buck? If you want to win a midway game, which one would you recommend? Well, there's a lot there's of games. Hard. There's a lot of games that there's winner every time, so I might recommend one of those. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they're usually water race games. Yeah, uh, like the squirt in the mouth. The <laughs> yeah. There's this funny, there's this funny new hangman game we just put in, and uh, <clears throat> it's basically a silly competition to see who can hang on a bar the longest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's cool is when you get, like, a little kid yeah. against a big guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. and it's a big crowd, uh-huh. let me tell you who they're cheering from. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It ain't the big guy they're cheering for. Yeah. Okay, yeah. can hold on forever. So I was oh, trying. Well, it's just, it's sort of good old. Fashion sort of you got to laugh at yourself kind of fun. Yep. Yeah. How many how many things are, are you, you go back to archival um, you know uh, great boardwalk uh, you know games from the twenties and you know turn of the century last century? Uh, do, you, do you ever start pulling out things just going through looking through old books and archival material for maybe it's time to bring this back because there's just there's been a long rich history of of boardwalk stuff. Absolutely. So so my answer is I'm not going to answer so much yeah. about games about the sort of the classic traditional thing. Yeah. So. Listen, you can't beat the Disney's Universals. They do great jobs of storytelling. Fantastic. Uh, but really, the essence of the amusement business hasn't changed since day one. And I like to say it started. It, it's sort of centrifugal force, gravity. Yeah. So when, uh, I'll be a little sexist, so when a dad throws his son in the air. Yeah. And he, and, the, and the kid smiles, and he's has he has fear, he has happiness. That's what a roller coaster is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it all really starts with those simple sort of things of Thrills. gravity, fear, centrifugal, centrifugal force. And yeah. you've got to do it in a safe way, of course. Yeah. So how are you guys celebrating the 50th uh, all year? Well, I got these three shot glasses. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> so I want to start with That's that. all you're doing, just three shot glasses. You're keeping it a little a little economical. Well, yeah, again, on the nope. way up, I hear you guys are big drinkers. <laughs> so what are you And I'm trying to get Preston down to the shore. You know? there you I'll go. be there. Listen, I've been there. I've been to your pier. I've been there. You'll be there next I month, I just don't Chris. go at, like, yes, every we'll be weekend there next month. The summer, in the summertime. I'll be there next month. Yeah, we'll be at... Uh, Cheerleading Game. competition, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking Keenan's already. That's right. We, we have at the, That's what I was thinking. <laughs> we have uh, the cheerleading competition at the convention center yep. there, and uh, I'll be right there walking around. It'll be a little bit on the chilly side, but it should be cool. When do you open for the season officially, by the way? We open our first pier on Easter. Okay. And uh, the new roller coaster will be open uh, in, uh, sometime in sometime in June. Okay. And, and by the way, if you're just jumping in, it's Jack Morey. Just to reset here, Jack Morey of uh, Morey's Piers. Uh, and, uh, with that, the, the roller coaster opening then, 
What do you do for like inaugural rides and things like that? Are you going to be the first person to do the the uh, inaugural ride, or how does that I, work? I heard I heard Casey's going to be the first. Oh, is that right? So. Is that true? That would be is sensational. <laughs> don't don't you tease him? Don't you dare! Don't. Well, actually, Casey, we, we you know we test these things first with uh, we call them we call them water dummies. Yeah, and uh, well, you found your man. <laughs> I am your dummy, Jack. Jeez. Hey. I like rides. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, you just cover me in water and call me a water dummy. It's fine. <laughs> hey, can I give a shout out to my brother? Please yes. Do. So we talk about this family business thing. And, uh, uh, you know, he and I are as polar opposite as you could be. Right. Um, but, you know, we found our uh, we found our past together. Uh, we, we, we work together very well. He's a conservative tight you know yeah. what and uh, i'm not sure what the hell i am but uh <laughs> but you're not him oh uh, but i'm not him yeah. but i but but i but i love him he's uh you know in a in a, in a stormy sea he's got the he's got a firm hand on that tiller and uh he's a good guy he allows me to be me because he's so damn serious so, so you're the one who's more likely to take a flight of fancy and be a little bit let's think outside the box where he's going to be the one to maybe sometimes reel you in if you go a little crazy well he likes to say that it's my job to think of 10 things yeah it's his job to keep me from building nine of them <laughs> <laughs> But is this the that's brother? Hard to, that's hard to love. That's hard yeah, to love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this the brother you and I were talking about out in the green room? That's right. That's okay, right. Steve. His brother, I actually saw down in Wildwood uh, a few weeks ago. Um, he was flying a, a biplane, and you he was mentioned doing... this like like trick flying and stuff like that, right? Yeah, like barrel rolls and loop de loops and all that sort of stuff. It was it was awesome to watch. So that's the conservative one. That yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know it makes no sense. Yeah. What's what's the biplane story? Uh, is he where does he fly out of and and uh, do all these tricks and stuff? WWD Wildwood Airport. Okay, all and, right. And he flies over the over the piers over the ocean. He puts out puts on a little show for the sunbathers and so forth during the summertime. Maybe I, I, don't, I don't know what he's doing up there. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I never flying. I never actually right. see that during you know the busy season. So I would imagine maybe he's doing that sort of stuff. Well, uh, he's, he's yeah, he's operating rides. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> wow, that is awesome. Well, yeah. you know, you, you talk about being firmly entrenched in the family history uh, of so many families throughout yeah. the area. Yeah. It, you know, I, I mean, you. The, the legacy will live on and on and on. It's it's an incredible thing, you guys. Your family has has helped put together. Uh, you know, you, th- this summer is you guys for so many people. Yeah, uh, well, that's nice to hear. Yeah, try not to try not to think about that stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, I, listen, we have we have we have a lot of fun. Clearly, uh, yeah, very serious responsibility when you put somebody else's child on your ride. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know we're blessed uh, that uh, my. Uh, Father and his uh, brother started this business. We're 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 we're, we're blessed. They have the opportunity. Yeah. And what's that line to uh, to whom much is given, much is expected? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, we have fun, but uh, serious business. Yeah, awesome. Cool. Well, listen, it's a, it's a new chapter to the uh, you know with the, with this new ride, the one runaway tram. It's a 50th anniversary. It's a, a lot of big things are going on at uh, Maurice Pierce, so that's cool. And yes, I will be there, I promise you. Preston. I'm going to be down there to ride. <laughs> we have the fixings for our first roller coaster. We do. We do. <laughs> and by the way, may, may I point out, a number of texters are saying that you, Jack Maury, are way funnier than the comedian we had. <laughs> so you should do a show. You should do a Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, listen, great, great to meet you. Congratulations on all the years of making these great memories for people, and uh, and we appreciate you coming by and talking to us. And good luck with the new coaster and everything. Yeah, yeah. thanks, Preston. So you got Casey, it. Steve, appreciate it. Hey, Jack Mori, guys, yeah. Mori's Piers in Wildwood, New Jersey. We're going to take a break and be right back. Stay with us.
Friday, March 15th, the Preston and Steve Show will broadcast live from Philly's spring training. We got uniforms and everything. It's really great. They'll be talking more than just bases and balls. Scheduled guests include Coach Gabe Kapler, Charlie Manuel, Reese Hoskins, and more. For MMR fans flocking south to Clearwater, meet up with the show after their broadcast at Frenchie's Tiki Pavilion in left field. Then catch the Phils and the Blue Jays. Tickets available at phillies.com. Preston and Steve live from Philly Spring Training. Sponsored by Xfinity. Stay connected during the biggest moments of every game with Xfinity Internet and 93.3 WMMR. WMMR. Everything that rocks. So we're about uh, a little over halfway into this. Uh, it was for an hour between 9 and 10 a.m. Your chance to win $500. Uh, and it's very, very simple. All you have to do is swing by uh, the Metro by T-Mobile location at uh, Oxford Avenue and Martin's Mill Road. There's a shopping center there, and you will find the Metro by T-Mobile. You head in, and you want to talk to our man, Adam, who's on the phone line now. Hi, Adam, how you doing, man? Hey, doing well, Preston. Yeah, just like you said, you know, we're right by the shop, right? You cannot miss this. I mean, you, you have to be blind, but if you're blind, you shouldn't be driving. All right. That's right, yeah. That's absolutely correct about that. So people just come in, they ask you for a word, right? Yeah, and I point them to the sign we have right up on the wall. All right. Look, you come in, you walk straight to the back. We're right here. The word is up on the wall. Alex and I will tell you how to be, uh, enter in. It's just texting. Yep. And Adam is uh, eight and a half feet tall, so you'll be able to see him. Uh, Adam's a very big guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, all right, exactly. cool. So you guys got about 20 minutes or so, roughly. And any tchotchkes left to give away? Did you already blow through all that stuff? Uh, you know, we sell the uh, Xbox One video game to give away. Ah, we're high okay. class with MMR. We I do love all it. the new stuff. Excellent. And a bunch of stickers. You can't go wrong with stickers. Stickers are awesome because they're adhesive. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. They stick. Yeah. 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 All right, Adam, thank oh, you. Oh, one last thing, Preston. Yeah. We also have a ton more Amazon gift cards. So if you don't win 500 in cash, you get $5 to spend on Amazon. <laughs> I did not know that. You could buy adhesive products. You could. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Adam. And uh, we'll, we'll keep sending people out. And don't forget, you just go by. Adam will show you the word. You text it. And uh, by 10 a.m., we wrap this up. And then we'll choose a winner. Somebody wins $500. So it's freaking simple. It's called Catch Casey's Cash because he is our official Metro by T-Mobile spokesperson. All right. Let's do the B-5. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Finally. And it is brought to you by Robbins Diamonds in tax-free Delaware with thousands of rings and self-serve cases and absolutely no sales tax versus the 8% tax in Philly. Robbins Delaware Diamonds. We'll start with this. A Russian warship with a vomit-inducing weapon has been spotted off Britain. Uh, the Admiral Korshkov is reported to have been fitted with the Filin 5P42. Which is, yeah. A futuristic dazzler type of device which can cause enemy forces to miss their targets by blinding them, inducing delirious conditions, and vomiting as well. Yes. A U.K. Royal Navy ship is monitoring the Russian frigate and three support ships. Yep. Uh, The Philem 5P42 can fire a strobe-like beam that disrupts an opponent's eyesight, hindering their ability to aim their weapon at night. It's also capable of effectively suppressing night vision technology laser distance sensors, and range-finding systems for anti-tank missiles from as far as five kilometers. But the most interesting part is it can make you puke. Yeah. Forty uh, percent of the people who were involved in the testing of this weapon felt dizzy, sick, and disoriented. And 20 percent of the volunteers are said to have experienced a ball of light moving in front of the eyes. Yeah, and it's they, they originally designed it for, for crowd control, and uh, so they amped it up for military purposes. 
Drivers on an interstate in the Bay Area wound up in the cash lane on Monday as a family member chose a unique way to remember its loved one, and that is by dumping $500 on the highway. I mean, right at the, the high, just cash flying everywhere. Uh, multiple people contacted the, the California Highway Patrol after wads of cash ended up strewn across several lanes. Dash cam footage shows cars coming to a stop as drivers and passengers rushed out to grab the money on the highway's southbound lanes. Family members who asked to not be identified told the television station, <clears throat> excuse me, that interviewed them that they had thrown about $500 out of their car, all in $20 bills. That would be illegal. On the way uh, back from a funeral. Well, they didn't get in trouble for it or anything really? like that. Really? Yeah. You're throwing money onto an active road? Dumping the dough was just a way to honor the man who died, according to a family member. They said, quote, it's an Oakland thing. Did this guy die by chasing money across a highway? Uh, when officers arrived at the scene, all the money was gone, by the way. Hmm. A stolen ambulance was recovered after fleeing from police and crashing in southeast Portland. Police later said a patient had stolen the ambulance. What's with this ambulance stealing? The man was being transported in the ambulance after standing in the street and acting erratically. Paramedics had convinced the man to go to the hospital by ambulance. And during the ride, the man somehow or another took control of the ambulance. Paramedics weren't injured and were out of the ambulance when it drove away. Are while, people thinking that these ambulances are some part of a, a ride-share program? Maybe. While the driver, while driving the uh, stolen ambulance caused three other cars to crash, no one was seriously injured. The ambulance eventually was stopped, and police used tire-flattening devices on him. And the man was taken into custody and taken by a different ambulance to the hospital. It's unclear if he will face any charges. Well, a Kentucky man is accused of stealing more than $75,000 worth of beef tenderloin over several months. <laughs> wow. 42-year-old Billy Wethington was arrested in Louisville on Friday and charged with theft by unlawful taking. I love tenderloin. Police say Wethington worked at an undisclosed business, and during each shift, they said he's accused of shoving 8 to 10 beef tenderloins (laughs) into a garage bag and then putting it in his vehicle. As a means to what end? Was he reselling or eating? You know what? I don't know if they ever found out. Uh, Wethington was captured on surveillance videos stealing the beef. The business lost more than 75000 and up to $100,000 over the course of eight months. It's crazy. That's a lot of beef. That's a lot of beef. Uh, the newspaper says police didn't initially reveal what Wethington did with all that beef that he is accused of stealing. It's disgusting. Uh, there's video footage of this. It's interesting. A uh, four, or four men tried to steal an ATM from a Maryland 7-Eleven, and it turned out to be trickier than they had anticipated. Oh, yeah. Uh, police released a two-minute surveillance video of the burgl- of the burglary. Uh, the video shows pickup trucks smashing backwards through the storefront, and then three masked men climb over the debris. Slowly but surely, they load the heavy machine onto the orange-painted steel hand truck, uh, which they brought with them to execute the heist. On one hand, it seemed like they came in with a plan, but that quickly uh, unraveled as once uh, as things got going. Now. The would-be thieves struggle with the ATM, and one uh, suspect appears less than helpful, drawing a punch from his partner, encouraging him to pitch in. He wasn't helping, so the dude hit him. Uh, It took them a while to get the ATM on the dolly. It appears that the driver of the truck got a little restless sitting out there, and he decided to just leave. So he took off (laughs) while they're still trying to load up the ATM. Finally, the masked suspects get the cash-filled machine out of the door. The ATM falls off the hand truck. On to one of the suspects. He's under a trap. Those things are heavy, yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, the suspects realize that the ride is gone, and at that point, uh, they took off, leaving the ATM laying in the parking lot. But returning for the hand truck, they went back and got it. 
It's like Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, we, we were stealing an ATM earlier, and we left our hand truck. Uh, police think they've tried this before, as a similar operation failed two nights <laughs> earlier. So they've kept on trying. Uh, one last story. Let's end with a nice one, okay? I think this is a good way to go into the weekend. A group of restaurant employees could be doing the iconic I'm going to Disney World commercial without even winning the Super Bowl. Workers at State Farmers Market Restaurant in Raleigh, North Carolina, were told a few months ago that they were all going to Orlando with the entire trip paid for by the business's owner, a woman named Gypsy Gilliam. Uh, but last week, the rumor or dream trip came true. They didn't think she was uh, legit on it. All uh, you guys have to cover is the cost of your airfare and your hotel. Uh, t- <laughs> 20 employees and their family. She locked the doors of the restaurant for a couple days, and they went to the Mickey Mouse uh, Palace. Uh, Gilliam paid for everything. Hotel, food, rides, all of it. The (laughs) only rule that her guests had to follow was to have fun, one worker said. from now on, you work for free. I thought that was kind of nice. and Not necessarily bizarre. No, but it is very nice, the old bitty. Pay for everything, and there you go. That's what I have for you. In the bizarre file this morning, uh, I think I have one last gift card for Jersey Moiks. Moiks, yeah, I think so. I have a the tw- very charitable Jersey Moiks. Yeah, Jersey Mike's. Uh, by the way, it's twenty five dollar gift card. We'll take caller number sixteen, and uh, Jersey Mike's is celebrating its month of giving in March, and they're all about giving back. So make a difference in someone's life by having an amazing sub and making a donation. So. They are on uh, March 27th, 16 locations, giving 100% of the sales to Alex's Lemonade Stand. That's awesome. Very, very cool. And you go to jerseymikes.com to get information and find out where one is near you. So we'll take that 16th caller, $25 gift card. You'll be set to go. We'll break. We'll come back in a moment. Lesson question, trash music news is what's up next. Stay with us. Now, more with Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Uh, Case, you wanted to plug something. Oh, yes. You know, um, my kids are all in the school play, and uh, we opened last night. Uh, they're doing the uh, Little Mermaid Junior huh. at uh, St. Pius X uh, Catholic grade school in Broomall. So it's right there on Lawrence Road. Um, but, uh, you know, they have a couple more shows this weekend. Um, and so tonight's show is at 7. Uh, Saturday night's show is also at 7 p.m. And then uh, there's a Sunday matinee at 2. It is, it is so well done. It's great for the kids. Like, you know, it's like I think ten bucks a ticket or something like that. But um, you know, it's obviously it's it's a school play. You know, so you're going to get what you're going to get. But I thought um, uh, the performances last night were really really great. Yours truly runs a soundboard. Very cool. Uh, I only had uh, like a one little hiccup last night, and uh, but it, I mean, I just can't believe what they're able to do. Um, like we couldn't do this when I was a kid. There's, there's, there's just no way. The tech is a lot more impressive. The tech is way, you way more. You believe impressive. it's underwater? Um, no, you totally believe. Uh, you, there's no water involved. No water at all. Uh, there's no. You know what, man? Bubble machines probably would have been good for this one. Bubble machines. Bubble machines. Uh, but anyway, uh, I just wanted to get the word out and let people know that uh, that it is going on and that uh, tickets do remain for uh, the shows tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. Chase's school is selling soft pretzels if anybody wants to oh, really? buy for that. Isn't that nice? They're, yeah, they're 50 cents. Okay. I saw a kid selling gum. <laughs> um, there's something else I was going to mention. Uh, I can't remember. What the hell was it? I have this stuff. You're oh, probably going to no, say no, no. this is the weirdest day we've had in quite a long time. No, no. Uh, there's a new Daily Rush video. Oh, there That's you go. I saw Nick Murphy working on it this morning. You got it done. It's ready to go. And it's when uh, Rick Allen from uh, Def Leppard came by. And uh, talked about, uh, you know, his history with the band and, and all that other stuff. He was in for an art um, show of, of his artwork 
Very impressed with his stuff. Uh, and I've always liked him, and he was just a super nice guy. Uh, so if you want to check that out, it is available at WMMR.com, PrestonandSteve.com as well, sponsored by Punchline Philly, Fishtown's newest comedy club, restaurant, and bar. So when, we post, when we post those videos, Preston... Um, Sometimes I forget that we do interviews that are fun and serious because most of the time the Daily Rush videos are something goofy or something weird that Steve said or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I saw the Rick Allen one. I was like, wait, were we making fun of Rick Allen? And then I realized, no, 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 it's just, <laughs> no. it was just a fun interview. You talked to Rick Allen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was really good. Yeah. Uh, you're missing an arm, dude. <laughs> yeah. You're very disarming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyhow, that is up now if you want to see it. He was a nice guy. All right, let's do today's lesson question, and we are going to give away... The Office Season 3 on DVD. Who is Jack Morey's perf- perfect water dummy? That's our question. 215-263-WMMR. Who is Jack Morey's perfect water dummy? Uh, if you were listening and you heard it and you know the answer, well, now is your time to call in and maybe you will win. We need our designated caller to give us the answer. 215-263-WMMR. While you're calling in, we will do this. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. It's brought to you by God Shawls. Eat lighter with God Shawls. Real meat, real wood, smoked bacon, smoked turkey bacon with up to 80... What's got you laughing? 80% less fat. It's random. I'll tell you later. 80% less fat than pork bacon. Uh, Godshall's turkey bacon, except no imitations. Hey, Steve. What's going on? All right, tell us now. Uh, What did you say earlier this morning? There you go, America. I don't know why I'm randomly thinking that. There you go, America. There you go, America. Steve, what's up, man? Preston, Queen Elizabeth issued her first ever post on Instagram yesterday, officially entering the world of social media. Queen Elizabeth posted a simple message to her new followers, saying she wants straight to murder her vagina. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Christy Brinkley's daughter, Sailor Brinkley, is reportedly rocking the modeling world, world being called a beauty for the ages. In fact, one runway veteran observed, quote, this sailor is fully equipped to raise your jizz and mast. And finally, after the incident with Tristan Thompson, Jordan Woods says she believes she will once again be friends with Kylie Jenner and Khloe Kardashian. Wood says she's taken a break from men and has started dating an older woman she met at a Calabasas spa who sort of looks like Bruce Jenner in drag. It's <laughs> 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 your Hollywood track. Uh, All right, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if we can get an answer to this question. Uh, who is Jack Moore's perfect water dummy? And I'm going to go to Dan and see if he knows. Hey, Dan. Dan. Morning, how you doing? Good, buddy. Who is Jack Moore's perfect water dummy? It's Casey. Yeah. He said he'd do it. Be the water dummy and test ride the new Ride the Runaway Tram Car. So Dan got it right, and that means that we are going to give him The Office Season 3 on DVD. Dunder Mifflin has relocated to Cozy TV. Catch Michael, Dwight, Jim, Pam, and the rest of The Office in a two-hour block every weeknight at 10 on Cozy TV. Broadcast Channel 10.2, Xfinity Channel 248, and Verizon Channel 460. In Philadelphia. Ready for music news. Here we go. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right. It is brought to you by Monster Mania Con 42 happening March 8th to 10th. And you can come see Dolph Lundgren. Well, that's going on. That's going on right now. Today is the 8th. Uh, Come see Dolph Lundgren, Christina Ricci, Screams Nev Campbell, Meatloaf, and more. Tickets are available at the door, and for more of the gore in store, that's what it says, visit monstermania.net. 
Tool appears to be in the final stages of completing its new album. On Thursday, the band shared a photo of guitarist Adam Jones, bassist Justin Chancellor, and drummer Danny Carey alongside the album's producer, uh, Joe Baresi, and mastering engineer Bob Ludwig, who previously mastered Tool's most recent disc, 2006's 10,000 Days. Now, although unconfirmed, it appears that the picture was taken at Gateway Mastering Studios in Portland, Maine, the mastering process, by the way, is usually the last step after recording and mixing before yeah. an album gets passed uh, or pressed and released and distributed. Uh, Tool entered the studio exactly one year ago in March 2018 uh, to begin recording the disc. So the mastering is just one little detail that's at the very end. It can be the most time-consuming, though, as you get it into its perfect stage, but yeah. uh, that's that's promising, I'll say that. Manor James Keenan recently said the band's fifth full-length album and first in 13 years would likely arrive between mid-May and mid-July. So we'll see if that happens. Following reports earlier this week that the Black Keys, Imagine Dragons, and Killers were among the rock acts slated to appear at this summer's 50th anniversary celebration of the historic Woodstock Rock Festival. A more complete but still unofficial lineup has been revealed by Variety. In addition to the acts uh, that were mentioned earlier, Black Keys, Imagine Dragons, and Killers, Greta Van Fleet... The Tours, Cage the Elephant, Portugal the Man, the Lumineers, Bishop Briggs, and Dorothy are also among more than 20 names provided by sources close to the event. That's a pretty interesting bill. Also listed are pop country and hip-hop stars like Jay-Z, Chance the Rapper, Run the Jewels. Uh, Give it El- kids. Elmer the Fudd. Uh, tell me that. No. <laughs> um, Gary Clark Jr., uh, Margot Price, Sturgill Simpson, Dawes, Halsey, wow. Miley Cyrus, Janelle Monet, and Brandy Carlisle. Uh, according to those same sources, artists with firm offers have been wired payments, and a lineup announcement is imminent. A, a slowdown in some of the payments reaching the acts has contributed to the delay in unveiling the festival's full complement of artists. Since it's an, a, um, an anniversary of Woodstock... Wouldn't it be more suitable if the artists were rock artists? Yeah, I mean, a lot of these artists are not rock artists, right? So I don't, I don't get the correlation. There was a little bit of a variety in Woodstock. I believe didn't Sly and the Family Stone play uh, Woodstock? They did. Um, so they had, and then then you had kind of world music from Santana, um, and then bands like we had mentioned, Sha Na Na, were there doing doo wop stuff. Yeah. So you know. I know it's known as a rock festival, yeah. but I think they had a little variety. I'd have to go back and, and take a look at all the lines. And they had, you know, folk represented, which was a big thing then as well. It was. Arlo Guthrie. Yeah. And, and so on. Richie so, Havens. But, yeah, they're, they're, they're branching out a little bit. I think you're right, Steve. Um, the Woodstock 50, by the way, is going to be held on August 14th through the 16th at Watkins Glen, New York. probably approximately 90 minutes away from the original event site. Any word on whether or not they're going to sell T-shirts? Uh, I no, and there's no word on T-shirts, yes, Steve. Uh, the acts will allegedly perform on three stages: dubbed the Peace Stage, Love Stage, and Music Stage. And those were the three words that made up the slogan for the original 1969 event. Michael Lang, co-creator of the first show and one of the producers of the new one, would not confirm or deny any of the names as of yet. Um, but the Watkins Watkins Glen's location will be the focus that same weekend of a smaller anniversary celebration dubbed the Bethel Woods Music and Cultural Festival. And, Steve, this one will feature Arlo Guthrie, Santana, Ringo Starr, Edgar Winner, and the Doobie Brothers. There you go. So they're kind of headed down that road with this other one. So uh, we'll see how the, all that play out, plays out, especially when they get to the 
official uh, announcements. This is really cool. In celebration of their 40th anniversary, the Stray Cats, guitarist Brian Setzer, bassist Lee Rocker, and drummer Slim Jim Phantom are going to release their first new album in over 25 years, titled 40, and that comes out on May 24th. After spending June and July touring throughout Europe, the band will kick off a nine-date U.S. run beginning on August 3rd in Atlantic City and wrapping up on August 31st in San Diego. Uh, Brian said, you have to understand how unique the Stray Cats are. It's me playing an old hollow-body guitar, Slim Jim playing two or three drums standing up, and Lee Rocker slapping a stand-up acoustic bass. Uh, I get to write new songs and then play them with my buddies. Somehow we created a new and exciting sound with this simple idea. And you know what? A lot of people agree. So uh, I may try to get out and see that. When they're going to be playing at the Ocean uh, Resort Casino at Ovation Hall. That would be cool. August 3rd. Yep. Well, well. Mm-hmm. Rock's ultimate bad boy, Mick Jagger, is due to become a great granddaddy for the second time. Oh, a I... great grandfather. Yeah. Mick Jagger. Hello Magazine reported his girl, his uh, granddaughter, 26-year-old Assisi Jackson, daughter of his second child of 46-year-old Jade Jager, announced that she is expecting her second daughter, revealing, I'm so happy to share this amazing news that Alex and I are having our second daughter this spring. We cannot wait to meet her. Didn't one of his kids actually give birth to himself? It could have happened. Yeah. Uh, Ezra Jackson, Ezra, who is Jackson's First baby was back in 2014. Made news not only for the fact that it made the uh, prototype hedonistic rock legend a great-grandfather, but that her mom, (laughs) Jade, helped deliver the baby while being herself pregnant with her third child, Jackson's half-brother, Ray. (laughs) Now, in addition to Jade, Jagger has seven other children. His daughter, Karis, she's his firstborn from uh, Marsha Hunt, who is an actress and singer, Elizabeth, James, Georgia, and Gabrielle, who are 35, 33, 27, and 21, with his second wife, model Jerry Hall. Lucas, who is 19 from his relationship with his model and TV personality, Luciana Jimenez. And the youngest of Mixed Brood, and also uh, a two-year-old Devereaux from Jagger's current relationship with ballerina uh, Melanie Hamrick. Who is how old? God. I don't know that. I think she's 29, 30. So he he legit has a son in Basil who is younger than a great grandchild. Wait, he has a son? Yeah. yeah. Who's younger than his, his great grandchild. Than yeah. one of his four year old. Yeah. That's just mind boggling. Wait, and what was the who gave, helped give birth? What was that? Oh, David okay. Crosby. Yeah, David Crosby. No, uh it was uh okay, so Ezra Jackson's first baby. I'm confused. This is uh, Azizi Jackson. Uh, Made the news, blah, 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 that her mom Jade... Can you draw a diagram? Her mom Jade helped deliver the baby while herself being pregnant with her third child. Yeah. Oh, my God. How can anybody... How can he keep track of it? The current girlfriend, Melanie, who is the ballerina, she is uh, 32 years old. Okay. You've got to be careful at this point in time that you don't bang one of your own kids. (laughs) Right? I mean, I think it it's a real game. liability. Oh I wait, know you. Yeah. Where do I know you from? <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, yes, Christmas yeah, last Christmas. year. I bought you a pony. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Stones are going to be in town. They're playing the uh, the link on June 4th, by the way. <laughs> but, I mean, what? 
the kid. I mean, I know the ballerina hit the lottery. The kid hit the lottery. Sure, and the kids know? all actually look pretty good because yeah. he's, he's been he's been having sex with nothing but models. Yeah, yeah. And I guess he takes care of all of them. Not uh, like. I don't know but to I what mean, level. I mean, I mean money wise. Yeah, yeah like you right. know, when you're, yeah. you're like you're you're sixty one and you go to daddy, can I have some can I have some money for ice cream? I need a house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, all right, uh, getting together with the kids. One last thing. Uh, there was an invite only screening on Wednesday night for the latest John Lennon and Yoko Ono documentary, John and Yoko Above Us Only Sky, which is set to air on A E on March eleventh. Uh, the film, which produced by Britain's Channel 4 with the cooperation of Yoko Ono and the Lennon Estate, aired to raves last fall in Britain and features unheard audio, including uh, the first demo of Imagine, as well as never-heard-before interviews with one-time Beatle Lennon. Uh, previously unseen footage shows him and Yoko working together in London. Above Us Only Sky was helmed by Emmy Award-winning and Oscar-nominated director Michael Epstein, uh, best known for the 2010 Lennon NYC documentary, uh, who was on hand at the Manhattan screening with legendary producer Jack Douglas, who was among the engineers on the 1971 Imagine album, as well as the grammar, Grammy, sorry, grammar, Grammy winning producer. I'm a big fan of grammar uh, and syntax. John and Yoko's 1980 comeback album, Double Fantasy. So I assume this mainly focuses on post Beatle career. It does go into how they met. Yoko, so but then, but then, yes, it goes into their life, um, you know, outside of the Beatles. I believe most mm. of it is. So. Well, apparently, also he they they uh, there's footage of him talking about Imagine, and that somebody, I guess the the guy he was speaking to at the time, the uh, the rock critic or whoever was conducting the interview, said, you know, in in years this will be considered a standard, a classic. And he, and he goes, it's just a pop song. Like, yeah, he, he said. He said, I could see people, yeah. you know, still listening to this in ten years. And and John said, it's an effing pop song. Are you kidding me? It's yeah. kind of like, you're wrong about this. Right. And he was talking about Imagine for crying out loud. <laughs> One of the great songs, greatest songs ever written. Uh, so I'm I'm intrigued and, and interested in uh, in seeing this. I love when you watch Let It Be, uh, when you watch, the, or, yeah, right? The, the movie, the documentary, and, and you see a Yoko there, and you can see the tension between everybody as in those recording sessions. It's like, oh. Yeah. You can just see it stewing underneath. Yeah. It's it's interesting, uh, and in fact, there, there's a song that that John wrote called "How Do You Sleep," and yeah. it was really taking some shots at Paul because Paul had apparently taken some shots at uh, at John as well in the press, right? But apparently, around that time when when uh, he had, John had written that song, shortly after it came out, he said in an interview, he's like, he's like, it's no big deal. He's like, Paul and I actually just met for lunch the other day. He didn't take it personally. It's all good. They just stopped working together. They wanted to do their own thing. And they know? they the friendship, you know, yeah. in and out. They yeah. you know just before John's death, apparently they were hanging out. Yeah. Uh, so this comes out. They had the the uh, special screening, but March 11th is when it's going to be out on Annie. So is it uh, in 3D? Should be cool. I don't know about that. Uh, and then, well, that's it. That's all. Uh, that's it. There you go, America. Come on. That's what I have for you. There you um, go, America. So we had money to give away this morning. Uh, and I have a winner from our contest earlier this morning. Oh, my God. It was. Uh, Let me clutch my roller coaster wheel. It's Casey's Cash Metro by T-Mobile. And we had uh, Adam, who was out <clears throat> on location uh, and had people come by and get the special word and text it out to us. And that was at the uh, Oxford Avenue location. And we have a winner now. So congratulations to... 
Patricia Velez. Patricia is from uh, Northeast Philly, the Mayfair section. So, Patricia, for just swinging by there for a moment or two. Love it. We now have $500 of Casey's cash to give you. Courtesy of Metro by T-Mobile. So, congratulations. I think that went so well. I hope that we do that again. So do I. Yeah, head to another location. Quick way to give out some money, make people happy. Absolutely. All right, we're going to take a break. We still have more stuff to give away before we're done for the day. Our Word of the Week prize is coming up in mere moments. We'll get Pierre in here to get that letter for you. Stay put. We'll be right back. Daylight savings time this weekend means we lose an hour springing forward. Let me sleep for the love of God! And that means we have to cram more of everything that rocks to make up for lost time. We're doing just that with a block party weekend chock full of your favorite bands and opportunities to fill in the block. Drop a dime or shoot us a text with the perfect song. Operators are standing by. Really? They are. Listen for the ringing signal. It's, it's a, a block, block party, party weekend. weekend. Sponsored by Hyundai City. Shop the March Mayhem deals at HyundaiCity.com. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. You're the one. Yes, you. You right there. You are the one. You may be the one that wins our Word of the Week prize. We'll find out in a moment. Whoa. We'll try to give that away. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's been a uh, been an interesting day today. It has been a weird-ass day. It's been a weird week. Uh, I might have to go back and listen to all this. You might have to. Just to well, absorb what happened. You can, you can check our, <laughs> our podcast, Steve, if you want to. Yeah. Uh, through com, WMMR.com. There's a, you can listen to the whole thing or the fun size. As well. Nick, what were you going to mention? The uh, the Fun Size podcast was the scuttlebutt about The Office yesterday because of casting MMR the movie. Oh. So a lot of people uh, like Kevin Gunn and people who hadn't heard the break um, who were cast in the WMMR movie uh, were really interested to hear it in the first place. And that is available on the podcast page. Okay. So, yeah, the Fun Size is we, we'll take one particular segment that just stood out to us personally and we'll pop that up for you to view or to not to view to listen you'll view the link and you'll click on it and you'll hear you it. just sit there staring at it and uh or you can download the entire show podcast or you can download just the bizarre file true those are there too and uh you can do it uh some of this stuff through your um amazon echo if you want to but uh we try to make it as accessible as possible actually i want to give a big shout out to a guy that uh, uh he's a, a parent of uh, a student that uh, my daughter goes to school with but his name's rudy uh, rudy bonfini he's a huge fan of the show and his wife was uh, she pulled me aside last night to say hey i was watching your uh, your daily rush on uh it wasn't the weekly rush but they pulled the daily rush up on the tv oh, she, and uh, yeah. she was like he Loves you guys. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, so big shout out to you, Rudy. Yeah, the Weekly Rush. It's out there. It's available on, uh, if you have the X1 platform especially, just say Preston and Steve Daily Rush. So easy. You got to say Daily Rush and yeah. you have to get it. Uh, but you can, we've compiled them into a, a lengthier um, group of, of videos. And uh, it's a lot of fun to sit back and, and watch if you have a chance. Go check that out. Thank you to Robert Irvine. Yeah. His beautiful wife, Gail Kim, came in as well today. Wonderful. They're going to be hosting the Boardroom Spirits Bottle Signing at the Philadelphia Flower Show tomorrow from 3 to 5 and Sunday 1 to 3. And uh, stop by and see him. And uh, Robert will be a little less grumpy than he was this morning. I thought he was just <laughs> tired. He, he, uh, he, was he, need, he needed a bagel. He, yep. He, he ate the bagel during the interview. He needed something to soak up the booze. Uh, for, <laughs> I guess he had a party night the night before. I guess so. Uh, Joe Mackey came by. He's at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow, 7.30 and 10 p.m., heliumcomedy.com. Also, how cool was it to meet Jack Morey, man? Yeah. Jack Morey of Morey's Piers, yes. <laughs> Celebrating their 50th anniversary. 
opening a new uh, roller coaster, Runaway Tram, on Surfside Pier this summer. Uh, thank you to Jersey Mike's for Jersey Mike's. everybody this morning. And they have a very cool thing happening this month. In fact, it's on March 27th. Uh, 16 area locations are going to be donating 100% of sales to Alex's Lemonade Stand. You can go to jerseymikes.com or download the app and you can find a location. And uh, thank you to Metro by T-Mobile and intern Adam uh, for the contest we did earlier this morning. And congrats to our winner. Uh, I was going to congratulate our winner, won $500, and that was Patricia Velez. Uh, from Northeast Philly. She's from the Mayfair section. So congratulations. Maybe we will do that again. Uh, we give you Pierre Robert. Yay. Why good day then. Is here. How are you, man? Thank you for asking. I'm fine. Wonderful. Good. Well, we've been feeling great on this Friday, ready to get into the weekend. Hopefully you are. You had mentioned a few bumpy things, D. I think you had some communicate or some equipment breakdown yesterday. There was Big equipment time. breakdown yeah. yesterday. There were guest breakdowns today. Yeah. It was all good. <laughs> Mercury is retrograde. That Yes, so clearly. That can account for a few of these things, but we'll get through it, and it'll be fine. Mm. Soldier on. We'll soldier on. Speaking of this little segment that we have here right now, um, the crossover with you, Pierre, this text just came in. It says, love the Daily Rush videos of you guys. Uh, you need to put more content of the Pierre crossover each day. I'm wow. not sure that's necessary. <laughs> WMMR rocks. Thanks, and that's from Anthony. So Anthony likes this moment of the show. And thank uh, you, Anthony. Uh, it's not a pretty thing though, and I don't look my prettiest when I first get in. I can be in any um, any oh. series of states of disrepair. You come in not totally yourself, and then by eleven o'clock you break out the hair crimper. Good. Yeah, yeah. The conditioner. Yeah, do you primp a little bit after this and get this ready? This is as show? primped as I'm getting. Okay. Right. Do you blow uh, out then. your hair at all during the show? Or no? <laughs> no, but I would like a stylist in the studio, and I'd like a barista in the studio, um, and I uh, and a makeup <laughs> girl, maybe a manicurist. Manicurist uh, would yes. be nice. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I I was one time on Neil Young's bus, and I I don't say that to break, and I rarely have been on Neil Young's bus. So, but, same for me. Yeah. Uh, I, I, the only reason I mention that is because he was getting a manicure after the show. Really? And he and he looks back, and I go, well, I, I want to talk to you again. And he goes, I don't know about doing any more interviews. You missed that spot over there, huh? Uh, <laughs> and it was the strangest, most bizarre thing. We had done a benefit for um, Hurricane Sandy victims down in Atlantic City. Raised a lot of money. And uh, he didn't want to be part of the big one that was at the garden. And he did his own one. And we helped a lot. And they were very grateful. And uh, I was there with Jim Sutcliffe to get the check for twenty five, thirty thousand. I don't know what it was they made. Nice. Yeah. And um, Claire was at that show. In fact, yes, she loved it. It was a great show, phenomenal. And, but it was just so surreal to say quick. I mean, it was a quick on the bus. Hot, quick. Hello, good to see you, Neil. And I'm always, I'm always hitting him for on the. <laughs> I'd really like to have an extended conversation with you to come in the studio and sit down sometime. Yeah, okay, absolutely. I'm Never get my nails done. <laughs> and 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 the but you know, but he he reached over with his left hand to sort of shake goodbye as his right hand was being worked on. Uh, was, I just didn't. I I don't think of him as a Manny Petty kind of you guy. You wouldn't think that yeah. way. Um, but then you know, um, he had the fluffer come in and uh, the fluffer. The fluffer. Oh my yeah. god! Wow. Wow. He's not aware. Yeah. <laughs> you know what a fluffer is? I do. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. Yeah. Just checking. You said it as if you didn't, but that was well done, sir. Yeah, it's yeah. a fluffer. All right. Uh, shall we do the letter? Certainly. Mr. Uh, Young, my mouth is ready. 
Oh. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. H as in Harry. H, Harry. All right. Harry? Call number 8 at uh, 215-263-WMMR. Gets a crack at it. So let's see if you know. Caller number 8. 215-263-WMMR is the number. Uh, how's about that show today? What's coming up, man? Well, it's going to be a fun Friday. We've got lots of stuff going on. We've got a lot of shows in town, so we'll try to hit a little bit of that. we got Bob Weir tickets again to give away. That show's tonight with Wolf Brothers at the Met. Uh, another great band, Nothing More, uh, is at the Fillmore tonight. And uh, another great artist, Graham Nash of Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, speaking of, Graham has got the best Neil Young stories of all time. Oh, I'm sure. I, oh, my God. It's so, I, I could go on, but I won't. Um, uh, so, Graham is at the Scottish Ride Auditorium tonight in his uh, solo acoustic thing that he's been doing for the last couple of years. He's got two musicians playing with him, and it's just amazing. He opens with usually Bus Stop from the Hollies. Um, he had these two amazing careers, part of the British invasion, not as big as the Beatles or Stones, but the Hollies were pretty big in Britain and came to the States as well. Then he met Crosby and uh, Stills, and they formed CS uh, and CSN and CSNY. Anyway, he does all that stuff in in this uh, two. Um, there's two acts, so he takes an intermission. So it's an evening with Graham Nash. We'll mm. be going to that tonight, but we'll do a block. We got Oasis and Smashing Pumpkins in a workforce block, and it's International Women's Day. Yes. So I think that that deserves a block of some of the great women who have been um, a part of MMR's history over the years. Love it. Yeah. Who do you think is the greatest female rock voice of all time? There, I said it. Oh, God. I, I, I'm not good at those quick things. Yeah. I'd have to I'd have to, I'd have to. do some research. Um, she's one of the way up there. She's yeah. up there. Grace Slick. Grace Slick. Um, but, you know, I'm going to miss somebody, and I'm going to go, oh, I should have said. I, I think a really powerful singer that gets overlooked a lot is Ann Wilson. Ann yeah, Wilson. No, absolutely. Yeah. Good point. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, back when this station started, Joni Mitchell was being played all the time here. Yeah. You know, and her voice is, is, she just celebrated her 75th birthday, but her voice is, it is not um, a traditional voice. I appreciate yeah. her now. I did not. I used to not be a fan at all, and now I really appreciate her. What is basically she's she's a jazz singing. You know, she's mm-hmm. yeah, she's really good. Yeah, I mean, she wrote the song Woodstock. She um, at CSNY had the hit with it um, at Graham's sixtieth birthday party. Um, she walked in with an entourage with a beret and a cigarette in her hand. And I, I was in the bar where this party was being held, and I, I stood at a distance going, holy blank, that's Joni Mitchell. And Graham Nash had a long relationship with her and wrote mm-hmm. Our House about the time they lived together. And um, he reached over and came up to her and, and patted her on the ass and goes, I remember that ass. Ah, that's great. <laughs> great. Wow. wow. Anyway, these nice. are the stories. All I right. got them, and I'll tell more of them. Today. All day long. International. All, uh, all night long. Women's There'll be Day. no program <laughs> other than me telling stories. And Bill will be saying, please tell more stories. He does. It's a three-pointed stool, and it, it, it's it's leaning. The three-pointed three stool. Three-pointed stool. Yeah. Can't get yeah. enough of the Graham Nash stories. You've got to have three stories uh, per minute, and that's the new formatics. What was it when, when, when Bill... Just got into town. He hadn't he hadn't officially taken the reins yet, and he was listening to you. Uh, yeah, and you were either Rittenhouse or you were at the ballpark or whatever, and you were walking around barefoot and going on and on about grass on your feet and so forth. And I think he turned to his wife and said, "Well, that's going to stop." 
And then um, a couple of years ago, we were broadcasting on Rittenhouse Square, and I took my shoes off and rubbed my feet in the grass and uh, went on for no more than 15 or 20 minutes with that. Turns and, out that didn't stop. <laughs> and he, he jokingly came up to me later and told me the story of that. Um, so I highly recommend if it's warm enough, rub your feet in the grass and bring Bill with you. There you go. I love it. He's a hippie at heart. We're looking for caller number eight. It's Brian. Good morning, Brian. Great day in the morning. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I like this guy already. <laughs> Brian, let's get that word. See if you got it right. What is it? That's tooth. Holy molars. Yes. <laughs> Holy molars. Yeah. Or by cuspids. All right, tooth. You got it right. Brian, uh, from Hyundai City in Burlington, New Jersey. Ooh. We have a two-day, two-night golf package at Killington Resort in Vermont for you, my man. Congratulations. Yo, that is fantastic. Thank you. All right, have a good weekend. Hang on. We'll get your information. We'll take care of you. And don't forget the March Mayhem deals at Hyundai City are scoring big. And you want to shop them all at HyundaiCity.com. Thank you for your happiness, Brian, too. He was very happy. I love it when that happens. Uh, Real quick, let me thank our sponsors of the Preston and Steve Show. We couldn't do it without them. So thank you very much to the Red Cross Red Ball. Yeah. It's coming up March 30th at the at the link. It's going to be a Lincoln Financial Field. Tickets and information at redcross.org slash Philly. Also brought to you by French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville. With everything you need for the great outdoors, frenchcreekoutfitters.com. Why take a chance with anybody else? And also brought to you by Fred Beans. Shopping pre-owned is better at Fred Beans. Go to fredbeansused.com to find a better pre-owned vehicle. Next week on the program, a lot of stuff that are that's in the works, but the main thing we want to focus on is that we will be broadcasting live from Clearwater, Florida, yes, and Philly Spring Training. So we're getting all set for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hey, Ray John, have a great weekend, a safe one, and we will see you later, gang. Bye bye. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Holy. F- Sun and swallowing potholes. Could you please fix the Green Lane Bridge? Please, just not during rush hours. Next message. Thank you very much for waking up in the morning and coming to work so that way I can listen to you every day. I listen to you in the morning until you guys come in at 6 all over again. Thank you very much. Rock on. Next message. I want to send a big f- you to the asshole who thought I shouldn't stop for the bus. See those funny flashing red lights in the stop sign and the f- kids on the side of the road? Hit somebody's kid in a bus stop lane, buddy. See what happens. F- off. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.